93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Monday, March 27th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the Philadelphia Water Department says it is confident that tap water is safe to drink through Monday night after a chemical spill into the Delaware River. Officials made the announcement at 3.30 Sunday based on updated hydraulic modeling and the latest sampling results and data from the Baxter Drinking Water Treatment Plant. Earlier in the day, Philadelphia residents were recommended to buy bottled water as a precaution, but officials want to stress that the water remains safe to drink at this time. I got uh, so a an alert that I've never gotten before, which is a, a public alert. Like a, it was a different. The graphic was different. It popped up on my phone. It was a higher pitch sound, mm. and I'm like, well, "What the hell is that?" And I couldn't retrieve it. It kind of came and went, and then I followed up on it. And that's when I found out about this. But I, I thought, "Oh, is this an amber alert?" Mm-hmm. Right. But it was not. Clearly. By the way, I don't like the fact that you can't retrieve those things. I've had that happen yeah, before. Different types of alerts. Shouldn't you be able like, to? I missed it. Right. And, and that. That was clearly important, right. and I don't know how to go back and, and, and yeah. find that. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this whole thing is weird. Weird, yeah. yeah. So the Philadelphia Water Department is now confident tap water from the Baxter Drinking Water Treatment Plant will remain safe to drink and use at least through 11.59 p.m. Monday, March 27th, 2023. A minute later, it will I, right, not be good. I know. I'm like, I don't know if I trust that. Stop drinking that! 30 seconds left! <laughs> there is no need to buy bottled water at this time. Customers can fill bottles or pitchers with tap water with no risk at this time, said officials. Uh, this updated guidance is based on the time it will take river water that entered the Baxter intakes early Sunday morning to move through the treatment and water remains uh, before uh, and the water mains before reaching customers. Officials say the water that is currently available to customers was treated before the spill reached Philadelphia and remains safe to drink and use for bathing, cooking and washing. However, why did they initially say, stop, oh my God, go get well, bottled they, they water? Did it, they did it out of precaution. I was reading this morning that they said they did didn't know they didn't have a chance to test right. it okay. yet. Okay, and so they it's wanted- like out of precaution. Everybody, stop right now. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they tested it. And they're like, okay, it's clear. You're good for now. But hang on. And so I know the timeline seems silly, but they have to put a number somewhere. There. Switch to alcohol right now. Yes, yeah, switch to booze. <laughs> but Steve, this is the time you and I, we, we should start uh, running water across across state Absolutely. lines. Absolutely. We got it, man. Oh, I'm holding it. Yeah, yeah. Business we'll, like the we'll Godfather. Like Duke's a hazard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Totally. We're running it. Oh, Pressed in with trucks your father owned. <laughs> <laughs> I heard on Channel 6 this morning, I don't know who the reporter was, but they were like, well, they're trying to convince Philadelphia residents it's okay now. You know, everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to stick to the bottled water. Yeah, you know, I mean, just to be safe, baby. Yeah, yeah. Portions of Northwest, West, and Southwest Philadelphia do not appear to be impacted. Preston, we're bigger than U.S. Steel. <laughs> Bugs County Health officials said Sunday that a leak late Friday evening at a chemical facility in Bristol Township was caused by a pipe rupture and spilled about 8,100 to 12,000 gallons of water-based latex finishing solution into the river. So I had shared this story on Instagram and on Twitter, and people... People mistook it as me making fun of Bucks County. I was not. I was just alerting. <laughs> I was just trying to spread the word. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. It had nothing to sure. do with Delco yeah. being better than Bucks County. Man, this is serious. Like yeah. You can stop this Delco Bucks thing now. Wow, that's funny. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> Officials said it is non-toxic. Uh, it is a non-toxic to humans, and uh, no nor- no known adverse health effects have been reported in the county. The chemical- it's, it's the brand of latex I drink after a workout. Right. <laughs> the chemical spill has not impacted New Jersey residents, but New Jersey American Water is issuing a voluntary water conservation notice for customers in Burlington, Camden, and Gloucester counties. Uh, customers in these counties are being asked to limit their non-essential water use until further notice, and they're actually advising, even though they're saying it's okay to drink, they're advising that you fill your water bottles uh, with the tap water, but have at least two days worth of water. Right. See, my fiance was in the uh, city yesterday, and she got the same alert that you got, right. and uh, she said within five to ten minutes, she saw people hoarding water as sure. quickly as possible, yeah. and then right after that, within a half hour or an hour, somebody was selling bottled water out oh on God. the street. Oh yeah. It is a natural occurrence. <laughs> yeah, it's man. what we do as, as a species. Capitalism at its yeah. finest. I know when, uh, so my mom and sister live in Florida, when they start, when they have hurricane warnings, it's like that water sells out yes. fast, yep, man. Yep. That's part of the thing. I brought, I brought uh, uh, Marissa a bunch of, uh, we had some large bottles. I brought some into her today. So, oh, so I don't drink, um, so I don't drink you know, uh, the tap water. We get the, 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 um, the delivery. Jugs. Yeah, you know, Deer Park and, and you know, huge, huge, I have huge oh, jugs. Huge uh, but uh, <laughs> I have these enormous jugs, Kathy. But no, and, and so that comes to the house. But uh, I, what I was curious about is if you had a home filtration system, like a home Are you okay? water purifying system, would that extract that? Hold on, Marissa is hand up over here. Steve, it is purely a bottled water. They said you can't even boil this out. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, interesting. Yeah, and there's no water to be found anywhere. If you drive by every store, there's big signs in the window that just windows that say we have no water. Right. Okay. You better hurry up and go to the you know outside on the outskirts oh. of the city to grab water. Kathy, if you need one of my huge jugs, let me. <laughs> I yeah. might take one of those, Steve, because New Jersey, the suburbs, like everyone's out of water. Well, no, uh. I was at Target yesterday and they were stocked. Oh, oh but there now- you go. Depends on how far into the suburbs you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marissa, if you need a place to stay out in the burbs, you can come <laughs> yeah. in with us. Uh, okay. I'll be ready to camp out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll pack yeah. up for a couple don't weeks. You, don't you got some deer meat in the? <laughs> We're going to be wibbling tomorrow. Yeah. We we'll sit on the porch, and make ice cream. Bunch of squirrels out back, and knock some of them down. Now Otis is coming down. over with the jug band. Yeah. I appreciate how all the restaurants treated it, though. I was actually out to brunch with some friends, and literally at at one thirty seven, we all kind of he was pouring us water. The server, and then at two. O'clock- <laughs> no, at two o'clock, he took all the water off the table and brought us all bottled water. Nice, oh, yeah. nice. Yep. Uh, That'll be a hundred dollars. You are okay. There's the city is saying you're okay until 11:59 today, uh, and then I guess they'll send out another update. 11:59 p.m. today, Uh, uh, and they'll send another update out. To that point, though, and if anyone's listening, and Preston, you're right, and and you should be when a message comes across like that, it should be a function of it that you can retrieve it. I agree. Fix that. Officials say two more people have been found dead following the devastating explosion at a chocolate factory in West Reading. The two victims are believed to be the two people who were previously unaccounted for, officials said during a briefing on Sunday night. In total, the explosion at the R.M. Palmer Company claimed the lives of seven people. The incident happened at 5 p.m. Friday evening. Witnesses reported hearing an explosion coming from the candy factory, then saw flames shortly after. Rescue crews spent the next two days using heat imaging equipment and dogs to search for possible survivors after the blast destroyed one building in damaged a neighboring building there's there's video of it exploding they have they have have, i think it's a highway camera and it and that thing you know is pretty far away and it shook that Mm. and the roof yes oh flies off i mean it's like a bomb like a huge bomb went off it's crazy 
Um, but do they have any indication as to what happened? Gas? Not it was yet. A gas leak, I heard. No, so they're, they're saying they're saying um, there has been no official, well, no official words okay. on the cause of the blast, including whether it was caused by a gas leak. Kathy, the, well, look at the screen wow. here. Oh yeah. my god! So watch, watch. You're looking at the boom. <gasps> Yeah, it it's, just goes up. Oh my gosh! Massive wow. explosion. That's awful. Right next to a highway. Could you imagine yeah. driving on that highway and that happens? Like, no. And, and, and Casey, apparently, like yeah. the, the people of the of the area, they were they were very friendly with these people who who worked there, and they they were constantly doing business with them. And hey, good oh. morning, and all that. So they were just devastated. Uh, officials say one person was found alive and pulled from the rubble overnight on Saturday. She worked on the second floor of the factory but was found in the basement sometime between wow. 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. The woman was taken to the hospital after spending approximately eight hours in the rubble. There's no word yet on her current condition or her identity. The damage in West Reading is extensive. Officials say the RM Palmer Building Number 2 is destroyed and there's damage at the neighboring Palmer Building Number 1. A passenger on a Delta flight from Los Angeles to Seattle was detained Saturday for allegedly opening an emergency exit door moments before the plane was set to take off. The incident happened at 10 a.m. at the Los Angeles International Airport. In a statement, Delta said the passenger opened one of the plane's emergency exit doors and slid down the emergency slide as the plane was preparing to taxi. Oh, man. You remember the, uh, the flight attendant who did oh, it yeah. one time? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was his last day. That's what I get to do. <laughs> Yes, we have audio at the scene that this happened. Whee! That's what I get to do. The passenger was detained. That guy seems happy. <laughs> the passenger was detained by Los Angeles Airport Police and was taken to a local hospital for a mental evaluation. The Seattle-bound plane eventually returned to its gate and all passengers were rebooked on a different We've flight. We've talked about this a number of times. At least once I'd like to try that. I know. You know? Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. Like, leave that open and be like, all right, anybody who yes, ever wanted to come on down to, to the airport come today. To, come yeah. to L.A. Get it out of your system. <laughs> yeah. That should be like an amusement park yeah. ride. Yeah. Airport yeah. world. Yeah. All, yeah. Press it. We should have an amusement park called I've Always Wanted to Do That. Or, or You get to ride on the back of a, of a trash truck. You get to jump oh, out of the... You just have, you have to focus on the airport. Airport what, what, world. Ride the, ride the luggage conveyor belt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Well, Steve, oh, you can also do that yeah. construction slide to the top of the building and slide down to the bottom slide. of that. Oh, my God. That's yeah. a brilliant idea. <laughs> I'm writing that down. One day. Whee! That's what I get to do. Imagine for charity, airport world. Or Preston and Steve's, I always wanted to do that. I love that. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. It's down on our list of things to create. Yep. All right. Let's do sports this morning. The final four in men's college basketball is set. Last night, the fifth-seeded Miami Hurricanes beat the second-seeded Texas Longhorns to win the Midwest region in the South region. The San Diego Aztecs will play the final four for the first time in school history after they beat Creighton by one. On Saturday, the Yukon Huskies beat Gonzaga to advance, while the lowest remaining seed, the ninth-seeded Florida Atlantic University, beat Kansas State. The Sixers, who lost two games in a row, will wrap up their road trip out west with a game in Denver tonight against the Nuggets. Tip-off is at 9.30. And the Flyers, who won three straight games and four out of their last five, are at home tomorrow night. Those attending the game will be part of Pearl Jam night with the Flyers. Preston and Steve will be banging the ceremonial drum before the game, and the puck drops at 7 o'clock. And the Phillies lost to the Orioles 4-2 yesterday at spring training. The Phillies have only two more spring training games remaining, both against the Blue Jays. The regular season begins on Thursday afternoon with a game in Texas. 
Texas against the Rangers. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kath. We have a new word of the week prize. We got a pair of the 2023-24 winter season passes for Montage Mountain. Oh, boy, yeah. Home of the Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic. And included with each pass will be uh, first tracks on weekends and holidays, one hour prior to the pub, one hour prior to the public. Uh, tickets to Mountain Fest 2024, 10% discount of uh, food offerings and a bunch of other wow. things. So it's a really a cool yeah, package. So you'll be set for the following season. I think I'm, I would love to get up there and do something for the summer because they have so much that goes on yeah. with their, 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 their water stuff and their water uh, lazy river stuff in front of the concert stage. Yeah. It's amazing. Yep. So we'll, uh, we'll give that away. We need the letter of the day for the word of the week at the end of the program. We'll get that to you. Uh, we're going to follow up on the water issue uh, with our buddies from uh, 6 ABC, Brian Taff. Uh, he's going to check in with us in the 8 o'clock hours to talk to him. And we could also ask him about the uh, the chocolate factory or yes. the, the, the candy factory, if anything uh, has come up in that investigation as well. So we'll just get brought up to speed on all the local things that are going on because there were a few big stories uh, over the weekend. So uh, we have those things taking place, a bunch of other, you know, tchotchkes to say. Say the S word. Go ahead. A uh, bunch of S to give to you. I almost did. <laughs> Uh, this morning, so we'll have your chance to win ample things uh, through the course of the program. So uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. The entertainment report is up with a stupid question and so on. So hang out. We'll be back in a moment on the Monday morning. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. For the stupid question, we're going to give away this week a pair of tickets for the Metallica 72 Seasons Worldwide Listening Party, which will be in theaters. Uh, it's like a one-night-only thing, uh, Thursday, April 13th. So if you are a Metallica fan, uh, you'll be able to hear the uh, the new album in its entirety the day before it's released. That's pretty wild. Yeah, pretty cool. So uh, the question that we pose to you is, excuse me, is this. What is the dot on the letter I called? It has an actual name. Uh-huh. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What is the dot and the letter I called? Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Today is the 27th day of March. Birthdays today include Mr. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, we're just talking about him. Yeah. It's a big birthday for him. Uh, he turns uh, 60 years old today. Uh, talking about doing his last film. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hope that's not the case. Um, because he's he does the movies right. Yeah, and I, I think that uh, it leaves the door open for potential series and stuff like that if he's not going to do feature films. That, uh, so that, that could work. And know? he also, by the way, has, you know, obviously he's um, a gun for hire when it comes for script writing as yeah, well, So yeah. and he's, he's now gotten into writing novels. Right. So. Uh, so a big birthday for him, 60 years old today. Uh, actor Michael York turns 81 years old. 
Uh, he goes back to Cabaret, The Three Musketeers. Logan's Run? Uh, yeah. Remember that oh movie? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's pretty crappy. Man, I haven't seen that in ages. And uh, Basil Exposition. Yep, from uh, the Austin Powers, uh, International Man of Mystery. Uh, he turns 81, like I said today. Uh, from the Van Genesis, the great keyboardist Tony Banks has his birthday as well. Massive Genesis fan. Uh, he turns uh, 73 years old. I love the uh, the keyboard in Avocab. That's, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. absolutely one of my favorites. You, you have that? Oh, right. man. What? I did it. What'd you do? Are they both playing at the same time? No, but I'm not, race going, one? I'm not going to be able to stop this uh, song. <laughs> Until because it plays it's, all the way out. Until it plays all the way out. So you got to... I'm, I'm so... And, and so that means that this particular this particular page of effects we can't use for the next, what, four minutes or so? Yeah. <laughs> why does... Wait, why, why is that a, a function of this software? It's ridiculous. Yeah, you can you can overwrite a... Uh, you can overwrite a... Called a button, okay? And it won't disengage that button, the button will just continue to play. Until the element the dumbest, is finished. What happens is they design this software for most other shows that aren't kin- as kinetic as are we, yeah. and so it becomes a problem. It's I want to hear app gap. I it's, do too. Well, no, I can do that, and I'm just going to have to play it in a different um, a different thing here. By right. the way, while he's looking for that, Tony Banks, remember the movie Quicksilver with uh, Kevin Bacon? Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he, Tony Banks did the soundtrack to okay. that. Oh, right. how about that? Hit the ad account. There you go. There you go. And there's some synth right there. I love it. Uh, so, Tony Banks turned 73 years old today. Uh, another keyboardist actually has a birthday today, and a guy you probably don't hear about much. He's a keyboardist for NXS. His name is ah. Andrew Ferris, one of the Ferris brothers. That's right. Oh, here you go. Oh, perfect. Ah. <laughs> I think it's my favorite NXS song. <laughs> and I think it was their first kind of oh. pseudo hit. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah. Don't change. Great song. So Andrew Ferris uh, turns uh, 64 years old. I got to let this kick yeah. in here. Great. So happy 64th birthday to him. Maybe we'll get some uh, Genesis or NXS and Workforce Blocks with us. Uh, Do you remember they had that, that search for the you know the lead singer, that, that reality mm-hmm. series? Yeah. Uh, they were actually fairly charismatic on that show. They were. The, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, the members of the band yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. And it just... Um, it didn't really... I mean, kind of stupid. Yeah. 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 And, and plus... Uh, Michael Hutchins, very hard to replace. Yeah, let's replace. One of, one of the great front men. Right. Uh, we also have actor Nathan Fillion, yes. who was in Castle, uh, is 52 today. And Firefly. Um, Polly Perrette, who was on NCIS, uh, is 54. We talked to her. She tried to, there was a show that uh, she was going to star in, and unfortunately, didn't work. it didn't work out, but she came on with us about that. But she had, yeah, she was attacked one time by a, a, a couple of times on the street, and, and it was, yeah, very traumatic. And, and uh, Mark Harmon's dog, apparently, on the set yeah. of the, the series. Yeah, yeah. She does not like Mark Harmon. Um, Brenda Song, the actress. Okay, uh, was she and Jesse? N- she was on Sweet Life on Deck. Oh. And probably crossed over to Jesse at some point because okay. there was a lot of that going on on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Uh, but she's married to Macaulay Calkin, and they just had their second child like a few days, just a few days ago. Uh, she's yeah, a lovely. Uh, she's beautiful. I, I always, I always, and, and she's a funny comedic actress. Uh, I was dug, you know, when the shows were on, when oh, my yeah. kids were little, I'm like, <laughs> Okay, I can watch uh, this. I'm down with that. Yeah. Well, they did that. That was that was the whole modus operandi is to stick the, uh, the those women on those shows so the parents could watch. But um, 
did, there was a time when I thought Macaulay Culkin was, you know, okay, this guy's. I'm going to write him off because it appears that he's just, you yeah. know, off the deep end and scraggly hair. And here he is, a uh, family guy. Yeah. Uh, so she's 35 today. Uh, Haley Bailey, uh, the Little Mermaid. Now. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, she turns 23 years old. I said another lovely young girl. Uh, uh, yes. I've got a little story coming up. It's a wonderful her. scene of the trailer where she kisses a blowfish and he, the blowfish expands. I did not see that wonderful. yet. I need to see that. It really, uh, I pitch a 10. So, 20, oh my gosh, she's 23 today. And then the last birthday uh, from the show Lost, uh, Elizabeth Mitchell, oh, who played yeah. Juliet, uh, and she's a lovely girl. Lovely young girl. She's also Beautiful. in one of the Purge movies with Frank Grillo. That is correct, yeah. And uh, Frank Grillo's a lovely young man. Uh, And she's also, she's been in a few episodes. Uh, Casey, I know you don't watch it, but I think your kids do Outer Banks. Yeah, so here's the deal. I watched the last episode of the last season. That's all you need. That's That's it? You don't need anything else. You don't need any character development. That You understand everything that's going on in the last episode. You're like, okay. yeah, Oh, absolutely. It is so, like. Stupid. Dumb yep. and surface level, like the you know, right? Superficial, uh, oh, shallow, completely totally. crap. Yeah. Uh, so she turns fifty-three years old today. Uh, Lovely, Elizabeth Mitchell. Lovely. <laughs> uh, let's see if we can answer the stupid question. What is the dot in the letter I called? It has an actual name. Two one five two six three W M M R. And we will go to Aaron to see if we can get that answer. Aaron, good morning. Hi, good morning. All right, Aaron, lay it on us. What is that little dot over the letter I called? That's a tittle. A tittle. You are correct. I never knew that it was called a tittle. Nick, is it the same thing over a lowercase j? That's a good question. Oh. Let's let's go with yes. I'm going to guess that it is, but uh, I do not officially know the answer to that. All right, so, uh, Aaron, hang on the line because we are going to give you a pair of tickets for the Metallica 72 Seasons. Worldwide listening parties coming to theaters nationwide for one night only, Tuesday, April 13th. You can be the first to hear the new Metallica album in its entirety the day before the release. Cool. Played on the big screen with full surround sound and featuring introductions from the band for every song. For tickets and a list of participating theaters, you can visit Metallica.film. Uh, speaking of films, number one at the box office was John Wick, Chapter 4, and it did very, very well. Made $73.5 million. Biggest opening of the series. That is correct. Uh, second was Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Then you had Scream 6, Creed 3, 65, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Number seven was Cocaine Bear. Uh, then you have Jesus Revolution, Champions, and the top ten was rounded out by Avatar, The Way of Water. Think about how many of those movies are sequels or yeah. another one in a series. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, on Saturday, Jonathan Majors was arrested following an alleged domestic dispute involving a 30-year-old woman in New York City. The Creed Three actor was charged with strangulation, assault, and harassment. Oh. Uh, the NYPD uh, told people in a statement that uh, police responded to a 911 call inside of an apartment located in the vicinity of West 22nd Street and 8th Avenue. The victim informed police that she was assaulted. Officers placed the 33-year-old male in custody without incident. The victim sustained minor injuries to her head and neck and was removed to an area hospital in stable condition. Now, Major's uh, criminal defense lawyer, uh, Priya Chaudhry, uh, told the outlet on Sunday that they expect all charges will be dropped imminently. Uh, Chaudhry added that they are gathering evidence, which includes video footage from the vehicle where the episode took place, witness testimony from the driver and others who both saw and heard the episode 
and most importantly, two written statements from the woman recanting these allegations. So it sounds uh. like the lawyer is pretty... Savvy. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, following this news, uh, the U.S. Army pulled their Be All You Can Be ad campaign that features the Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumanium actor. Uh, we had mentioned that he was going to be in this last week in this uh, uh, ad campaign. Public Affairs Chief of the Army Enterprise uh, said the U.S. Army is aware of the arrest of Jonathan Majors and we're deeply concerned by the allegations surrounding his arrest. We recently released two ads in which he appears. While Mr. Majors is innocent until proven guilty, prudence dictates that we pull our ads until the investigation into these allegations is complete. I think that's the way to go. I you, you're, you're allowing for the, the you know every possibility here. You're just going to see how it plays out. I understand that. I like the way they stated it, too. Yeah. Prudence dictates. Right. And, and I, prudence is the secretary. I agree. Yeah, right. Yeah. Prudence, yes. Prudence <laughs> said, listen, this is what we got to do, guys. She's very smart. Yeah. She gets our lunch orders right every day. Every day. So why not trust her with a PR issue? Uh, Jeremy Renner is back on his feet after suffering 30-plus broken bones from the severe snowplow accident. Mind-boggling. New Year's Day, the Avengers star shared a video to social media showing himself walking on an anti-gravity treadmill. Did you see this? This thing is so cool. I oh, guess it's... They have it at Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my dad has used this. Nick's, been, Nick's dad has been used I've used it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So they zip you in. Uh, to this airtight thing that goes around your waist. Essentially, it's, it's almost like these. Um, it's almost like a wetsuit that you put right, on. Right, right. And they and, fill it with Bosco. Uh, no, they don't fill it with Bosco. And they uh, they they zip you in, and and it's airtight. And then they fill this chamber up with air, and the pressure kind of lifts you up. Oh wow! And so <laughs> you don't you don't have to have all of your weight. On your feet yeah. while you're do- working on this treadmill. I did it. It's pretty wild. It's a strange sensation. It's a, but yeah. it allows you to get movement mm-hmm. and put less weight and less stress on concerned areas. But yeah, Trinity Rehab has it. Do they estimate Jesus. do they estimate Preston what what um can they can they replicate the um the gravitational pull of certain planets. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. of, uh, they said, you know, they took it to one-sixth, and they were like, this is what it's like on the moon. Wow. That's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, so it was uh, really cool. It's yeah. a jumperoo. I mean, it's essentially a jumperoo for adults. You know, with what, I thought it was a jumperoo. Jump what, you put your kids in when they... Uh... Oh, okay. And they, they kind of walk around <laughs> on that springy thing? Yeah. Kind of, but they, but they can dial it in very specifically exactly how much weight... Yeah. Uh, how much weight you're bearing, and also... It uh, detects how much you're putting on on each leg, and it's and, and yeah. you, you see a video of your actual feet, and and it's pretty cool. Yeah, man. I mean, at Trinity, my dad was having all sorts of uh, leg issues, and it was uh, knees and feet and ankles and the whole nine. And so, Steve, they were able to like build it up. So, wow. uh, so eventually, he was walking under his own weight again. But to start off, he just got his legs moving and gave him exercise, and it looks like Renner's using the same thing. Never saw that, but to see again. 30-plus bones broken, yeah. and you see him walking along. It's pretty amazing. And they'll it, use it for people who have, like, serious weight issues yeah. and yeah. can't get out and walk. Dude, and, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, uh, Connor had a cool picture of Jeremy Renner. In Is the, that uh, him in this thing yeah, right that's now? Him in the There's a whole bunch of little toys around him yeah. and bells. And, oh, wait, that's, a, that, get, that's an infant, Casey. That's a jumper room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he had said that uh, on his Instagram stories, he said that he was able to do the walking motion without putting as much stress on his legs thanks to the machine. He said, I now have, I have to find other things to occupy my time so my body can recover from my will. Would you, after you heard the initial reports of what happened to Jeremy Renner, ever think you'd see footage like this? Mm-mm. No. I mean, I it's mean, amazing. We, we, you know, fortunately, we didn't hear that he was... 
you know, uh, uh, paralyzed or yeah. anything like that. But yeah, I, th- I thought it would be longer than now. Then and it looks like he's on the road to, road to hopefully full recovery, which would be amazing. You know, this kind of looks like from the side. Looks like a, like like uh, something from Tron. Probably. Yeah, it does. It looks like the light cycle. Yeah, it does look like it. <laughs> Uh, so, speaking of accidents, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, took this stand on Friday, and I think we have some clips of this that we were did. sent over, uh, to defend herself against retired optometrist Terry Sanderson regarding a ski accident that took place at Utah's Deer Valley Resort in 2016. The Goop founder claims the accident was not her fault. Uh, and let's play a couple of clips of her talking about it was uh, this one, and, and she says she was the one who was hit, yep. and this is the, uh, the clip of that. So, um, you're going down relatively slowly. And two skis slid in between my skis. That's correct. And all of a sudden, the whole front of a body pressing into my back. That's right. And I didn't know exactly what was happening. It's a very strange thing to happen on a ski slope. I didn't know if it was an intentional assault of a sexual nature. Right. Was he grinding and thrusting or something? Or just the noises? What made you think it was a a sexual assault? So that was a quick thought that went through my head when I was trying to reconcile what was happening. Yeah, so he, like, grunted when he ran into her, which somebody would do if they are going to run into her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So Uh, she's just saying for just a second, she's like, whoa, what what are you doing? And then, Did you shoot? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Because it felt like you shot. (laughs) Yeah, come on, man. I felt it. Dad, can I talk to you for a minute? (laughs) Um... So um, that, by the way, is the uh, plaintiff's defense, uh, plaintiff's attorney. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here, and here's here's the next clip. Miss Paltrow, isn't it true that this was an accident that you caused? No, ma'am. Okay. Miss Paltrow went on Jimmy Kimmel saying, "Yes, I am accident prone. I am always running into things," oh, which is very relevant to this case. Oh. She's. How? Because we believe that that's exactly what she did, is she ran into things like she always does. (laughs) Then she brought up up, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's appearance in Iron Man 3 and said, and she... She had she could fly and was really strong in that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She second. would like glow, and so there's something weird about that. Yeah, I think, you don't think she's on the up and oh up here. Uh, so yeah, she said uh, she said he made a strange grunting noise, uh, which made her think at first she was being assaulted. She said my brain was trying to make sense of what was happening. She said I thought is this like a joke? Is this a practical joke? Somebody tra- you know doing something perverted. Uh, after Paltrow and Sanderson fell to the ground, Paltrow said she was very upset and yelled at him and said, you skied directly into my effing back. Into my butt, she said at the time. So, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not in there in the courtroom, but I kind of believe Gwyneth, man. Well, here's the deal. So, sh- he says she skied into him. Yeah. She says he skied into her. Two completely different stories. It doesn't get any more opposite than that. Well, yeah. so it sounds like his front hit her back. Does he say yes. that his front hit her back? It's a good question. I Your front know. is in my back. I, I don't think he's testified. No, yet, he, or in if fact, he's going begin, to. Yeah. Well, yes, I don't know. Yeah, so uh, we'll follow along. Yeah. We'll get to the info, Steve. Uh, Casey, I'm sorry. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, by the way, took to Instagram to share that she and her husband of 12 years, Jim Toth, are divorcing. Uh, the legally blonde actress wrote in a joint statement with Toth, it was with a great deal of care and consideration. That we have made the difficult decision to divorce. Ah, bullshit. <laughs> she said, uh, we've enjoyed so many wonderful years ah, together bullshit. and are moving forward with deep love. Ah, bullshit. 
kindness ah, bullshit. and mutual respect ah, bullshit. for everything we have created together. So you're telling me there's a chance. Ah, uh, yeah! Uh, the statement said, our biggest priority is our son and the entire family as we navigate this next year. Well, they had a pretty, de- by Hollywood standards, a pretty good run. Right? Yeah, 12 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not bad. You mentioned her daughter the other day and yes. how they look exactly alike, and she posted a picture. They oh. look like twins. Right, right. They look exactly it's alike. It's crazy. Uh, they share the 10-year-old son uh, named Tennessee, by the way. Together. Tuxedo. Yeah. Uh, according to TMZ, Amanda Bynes has extended her psychiatric hold for another week with the possibility of staying longer. So she's doing this herself, which yeah. shows a, a good amount of self-awareness. Yeah, the actress is being treated at a Los Angeles hospital, and sources tell the outlet that she is not uh, talking to anyone close to her at the moment. And as a classic 5150 goes, after that you serve that, that, or you're in, you're held in for that amount of time. Usually a 48 hour. Right, right. Um, so, uh, but then you're free to go, correct? You're uh, right, and so she's decided. Yeah, as long as long as they find that you're right, yeah, you're of sound mind, yeah, yeah. So, um, but uh, but she's past that, and she wants to remain. So, uh, according to page six, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis were photographed sitting together at their eight-year-old son Otis's soccer game in ah, uh, Los Angeles on Saturday, and the pair even shared a hug as they later said goodbye. If they can be, um, especially for the kid. Right, they have one kid, right? Yeah, uh, that's that's good to keep a you know keep a, a good civil front, yeah. even if you hate each other's guts. Yeah, this comes after her attorneys wrote that uh, he is trying to quote litigate Wild into debt with their ongoing custody battle after and after Wild's ex uh, Harry Styles was photographed making out with Gone Girl actress Emily Ratajkowski. In oh Japan. yeah, all this is going. Oh, on. Man, and apparently there's no love lost between those two. Right. Uh, well, this is good Good news. Uh, Entertainment Tonight reports that Harry Potter uh, star Daniel Radcliffe and longtime girlfriend Erin Dr- uh, Dark, I guess how you say her name, uh, they're pregnant. She's pregnant. That, that's like the last name you'd find in Harry Potter. Yeah, totally. Like serious. Serious uh, Black, Black yeah. and Erin Dark would be a great couple. Uh, the pair have been quietly dating since uh, working together on the set of How to Kill Your Darlings. Uh, and this will be their first child. Together. How about that? Yeah, that's awesome. All right, I, th- I thought this was a really interesting story. In a new interview with The New Yorker, Brooke Shields shares that her former husband, Andre Agassi, yeah. had an explosive reaction uh, to her 1996 comedic turn on Friends, in which she portrayed a character, uh, Erica, a stalker obsessed with Joy Tribbiani's character on Days of Our Lives, Dr. Drake uh, Ramore. While the guest starring role, which was uh, part of the show, show's uh, star-studded the one after the Super Bowl episode, was meant to be fun, uh, the tennis champ's response turned out to be anything but. Uh, Shields explained that Agassi, uh, who was her boyfriend at that time, was so enraged by the slapstick nature of the role that he went home and smashed all of his trophies. Wait, what? Yeah. What? He, you know, if you... And I guess he admits here. it, he like a petulant kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, according to fake hair. Uh, to Shields, Agassi um, at, was at the studio watching her act opposite uh, Matt LeBlanc, uh, though the producers initially scrapped elements of the scene in which her character licks Joey's fingers and throws her head back as she cackles, which was hilarious, by the way. By the way, that was, her career was kind of over at that point, and that was like a Hail Mary, and because yep. of that show, she, that episode, she got a whole series, yep. suddenly Susan. Yep, it, went, it led from that. 
So after rehearsals, they, they had worried that it was too crazy, but they ultimately changed her mind. She said they told her, Shields, put that back in. And all of a sudden, the energy changed, and all these men in suits started coming to the studio. And the next day, I was asked if I wanted to do my own TV show. There you show. go. And that's what it was. That's It was that moment on the show. It's hilarious. So in the scene, she said, I'm supposed to lick Joey's fingers because uh, they're the hands of a genius. <laughs> and I want to devour them. And I'm a nut. She said, he was cute. And he was like, I've washed my hands. They're all clean. And I was like, I had a mint. So it was all fun. Uh, Andre was in the audience. And he stormed out after wow. it happened. Harumph. She said, everybody is making fun of me. You made a fool of me by that behavior. And I'm like, it's comedy. What is wrong with you? How dare you say the words that are in that script? But she later learned that Agassi was using crystal meth around uh, that time. Uh, for, for his sport. Something yes. that he has spoken openly about. And uh, so that irrational behavior, she said, I'm sure had something to do with that. And he went on to go home and smash all his trophies. Looking back, the actress said... That she sees Agassi's reaction as petulant behavior. It also pulled the focus away from her acting and toward him. Uh, so Shields has uh, spoken uh, previously about the downfall of her relationship with Agassi. And he, now married, he remarried to Steffi Graf, uh, had previously shared that during uh, that challenging period of his life, he wasn't capable of maintaining a solid Hulk relationship. Smash! Wow. He was so, so furious. He's actually like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Right. Uh, so pretty wild story. Had yeah, no idea. I, I I've been I have kept uh, uh, checking for this documentary. Is it start today? I don't uh, know about uh, her. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure when because I, I keep checking for it, and yeah. uh, I'm very interested in seeing it, especially because what she has to say about her mom and a lot of people during her um, earlier years, the pretty baby years, and the Calvin Klein ads said her mom was a little deranged for letting her do all this stuff, and now she's kind of come around and saying, and, and is saying, yeah. Right. She felt exploited by her own mother. No. Uh, this was, uh, I wanted to bring up this story. This is pretty wild. I didn't know where to put this, but uh, it's about a fashion designer. Her name is Katie Gallagher, and I'm not familiar with her, uh, but apparently her loved ones spent eight months not knowing what happened before her body was found in her bed in her Manhattan apartment. Right. And Friday, investigators said that they ruled it a homicide. Uh, she designed fashions that made it into Vogue and Glamour magazines. Uh, her creations were worn by stars including Lady Gaga and Laverne Cox. Her sudden death in July 2022 shocked her neighbors on the Lower East Side. And the medical examiner found fentanyl mixed with other drugs in her system. And investigators are trying to determine if she was slipped a toxic cocktail of drugs in order to steal from her. Police are investigating a string of cases... With similar details, drug victims who wound up robbed, hospitalized, and in some cases, dead. Mm. And there are believed to be multiple crews running similar schemes, targeting and drugging victims in Manhattan bars before robbing them. Isn't that we'll, wild? We'll stop and think about this. Um, fentanyl overdose, overdoses are incredibly common. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and in that, in that sphere... It wouldn't be ridiculous to assume that somebody just OD'd. Uh, she is... That's from, pretty wild. She's from Pennsylvania. I'm not sure exactly State where. State College. State College, okay. Uh, survived by her parents and her sisters. I thought that was a pretty disturbing and... and uh, it's a backstabbing story, story too. That's why I got out of high fashion. Okay. Yeah, yeah, probably a good idea. Well, and Wiki says that it was ruled a homicide. Yeah, she, that's what it just said. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so, fact, so, right now, it just got updated. It said, Preston says... Preston <laughs> says. Yeah, they think that... Uh, Somebody drugged her. Yeah. And okay, robbed but her. I mean, I didn't realize it was like, yeah, like that's it. They, they ruled it that. That's terrible. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, right. Uh, let's see. A couple other lighter stories to uh, wrap music or uh, entertainment news with. Uh, Deadline reports that ABC renewed Grey's Anatomy for 20th Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Because the story's not complete. Uh, extending the show's record is the longest-running primetime medical drama. It also is a personal best for me. I've gone this long without ever watching a second of the show. So uh, is there anybody that's in the current cast that is in the original cast? Or is it completely <sighs> Grover Cleveland. Oh, no yeah. kidding. Wow, that's great. No, I, yeah, I not think true. there is. Yeah. I would think there is a few people, but who knows? The old-timey cast. Um, I saw these this morning. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Lady Gaga was photographed on the set of Joker Folly Adieu in New York City on Saturday. And the photos provide a first look uh, at the pork face singer in full makeup and costume as Harley Quinn. I think she's going to be good. Yeah, it's a little uh, understated. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, it, which, you know, goes in more in line with this universe and how they're handling it. It was, characters. I mean, Joker is a, it's a bleak movie, man. Oh, my God. It, it, it is. And now, listen, I, I liked it. I thought it was very good. Um, but it is not, you know, I've, ne- I've never watched it a second time, yeah. just once. Yeah. You know, maybe if it's on, I, I come across it. Uh, watch I, part I of watch it. part of it, but I no, yeah. I have no desire. It's heavy, man. Uh, so we'll see how this turn goes with her in this, and uh, and and what they're going to do with her character, and how dark this one ends up being. Now, you could bring these characters over and cross them with uh, Rob Pattinson's Batman. Uh-huh. You, you could if you wanted to. Yeah, they would exist in the same yeah environment. All right. Uh, page six reports in the wake of all the scandal drama. Oh! Thought you were getting out of this. No, I love it. I'm so excited. Andy Cohen had to restrain two <sighs> cast members while filming the Vanderpump Rules reunion for season Andy! ten. Um, and a source said it was like a nuclear bomb went off in Whoa! the studio. Yeah, the excitement's unbearable. Uh, the outlet also spoke with. <laughs> Ariana Maddox about her ex-boyfriend Tom Sandoval and co-star Raquel Levis. By the way, this having Sen- dinner together following the reunion. Yes, the Sandoval guy has the cheesiest porn stash I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen this guy? Uh-uh. No. Well, yeah. I try not to. Yeah. Uh, Maddox said, "I don't know what they do at this point. I don't care about anything that either of them does." Well, join, join the, the club. club. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, honestly, the global club. You could probably put any of these Vanderpump people in front of me, and I wouldn't be able to pick them up no. out of a lineup. But as Kathy said, this is big news to yeah. some people. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you know, yeah. way into friends it. analogy. Yeah. All right, and then uh, one last thing: Entertainment Tonight reports that uh, Netflix renewed you for its fifth and final season. I you watched that, Kathy? Yes, right? I, I have like two episodes left, uh, and they kind of people kind of got. A little like, all right, here we go again. But I liked what they did with this last season. They sort of changed it up a little bit. Uh, Peter Friedlander, uh, the vice president of scripted series for Netflix U.S. and Canada, said in a statement, we're excited and a bit terrified to see how it all ends for Joe Goldberg. But one thing is for sure, you are in for an unforgettable ending. So he's a psychotic killer, right? Is that yeah, the he's a serial killer. Right. Um, but you, there, there's like a, a love aspect to each of right. the seasons. And like... You actually, you get into, like, the, the people that he falls in love with. And, like, I mean, it, it, it kind of, like, grabs me that way. And then he'll go and murder people. And you're like, oh, wait. It, will he on. murder is, is the people he's in love with? Sometimes. Oh. So so each season is a new love uh, yeah. interest. That's how they play it out. Yeah. That's an interesting concept yeah. for uh, renewing each season. All right. Uh, so they got one more to go. And it's, uh, it's official. All right. We're ready to play some clips here. Rabbit Hole follows the story of a man framed for murder in a long turn of events. And in this clip, Kiefer Sutherland 
uh, talks about his way of adapting to the world. Here we go. Look, it took us decades to to adapt to the Industrial Revolution, and I, and I think we still are. And it's going to take us decades to adapt to the ramifications and realities of the technological revolution that we're, we're still in the middle of. Shut up! Rabbit Hole is now airing on Paramount Plus. See, you see that? I went right past that because I thought it was about a rabbit proctologist. No. And, uh, no, totally different. Incorrect. All right, next clip. In the new film Tetris, uh, it follows the harrowing story, true story, behind the addictive game. Cool. And here's star Taryn Egerton. It uh, talks about his own experience with the game. Tetris is great. It's not, I don't know that it's necessarily something you can speak that passionately about for that long, but it is a great story and it's a great part. So um, I'm sure I will find some sort of guff to fill the air with. It's definitely addictive, yeah. yeah. But so is crack. <laughs> I play. Uh, so I'm sorry, Tetris is available on Apple TV Plus tomorrow, by the way. Okay, I'll start watching that. I, you know, I swam in high school and the oh, tiles, the, tile. the tiles at the bottom of the pool <laughs> were the, like the exact squares of Tetris. And Very addictive. Yeah, but also like when you're swimming for an hour straight and. It kind of gives you something to do. So well, wait a minute. They, they had those shapes? Yeah. Or like, just, just the squares? All, all the tiles were tiny little squares, like the okay. Tetris squares and stuff. So, like, in my mind, they'd be like... God, did I play that? Uh, especially on my Game Boy. Um, it's a great game. Uh-huh. The guy who invented it was, was Russian, yes? Well, yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Uh, I mean, we'll, that's why you have that music. We'll find out on Apple TV Plus tomorrow. Song of the Volga Boatman? Is that what the what plays? I have no idea. Ah. Yeah. I know it when I hear it, yeah. and, and I know it's Russian. Yeah. I don't know the title of it. Uh, but anyhow, if you want to see it, you'll be able to check that out. Uh, that is the last uh, bit of info we have for the entertainment news. Uh, I want to remind you, at some point uh, this morning, we're going to give away uh, a pair of passes to join us in a suite tomorrow night at the Flyers game. It is Pearl Jam night. Nice. It's really cool. And Steve and I are going to be banging the drum before the game. uh, And they're going to have um, really cool things uh, available. They have the Flyers Pearl Jam Gritman Stickman t-shirt. And and, uh, you'll be able to get those. And there's going to be live music by the Leadbetters, which is a tribute band. Uh, pretty cool. So listen up for your chance this morning uh, to grab those tickets at some point. We will give those away, and we'll be hanging out in the suite tomorrow night at the game. Excellent. Excellent. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment and hang out for a little bit with us, please. What's new? Why do you ask? Shine down. Nickelback. Metallica. New music, more of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. So obviously uh, the the spill in the water uh, is a big, big story and uh, it's developing that goes on. So uh, as of now, the latest we've heard is that uh, it's okay in Philadelphia to, uh, to use your tap water until midnight tonight. They're going to retest things because it's taking a while for uh, this spill to reach, uh, you know, the treatment plants and so on. Um, we're going to talk to Brian Taff of uh, 6ABC uh, in about um, an hour from now or so. So we'll get the, we'll get the latest on that, and we'll cover all that in a little while. 
Because uh, you don't want to trust us with that information. No. no. We would rather go to an actual trusted yeah. source uh, for something serious <laughs> like that. We're uh, sketchy at best. Yeah, which is why we're going to talk about something goofy right now and okay. stupid. So uh, To distract you. Yeah, totally, yeah. And, and we'll, we'll get the real information later on of what you need to know. But, no, Kathy had a story in the news earlier of a of a guy on an aircraft, uh, and they were about to take off, and he opened up the exit, uh, the emergency exit, and he engaged the slide. Yeah, and jumped off and slid down the the slide. And I immediately said, "I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to do that yeah. too. Yeah, it, it and looks and like so much fun." There was a guy who was a flight attendant who, on his last day, got into big trouble because that was clearly something he wanted to do, and it ended up costing him like fifteen thousand dollars or something like that. Because obviously, there's a mechanism, and they have to replace all that, yep. and. Then they have to delay, and there's, you know, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, monetary uh, issues for that, and so you can't just do that. And then it progressed to, uh, I thought, well, wouldn't it be great to have a, an amusement park based around all the things you'd want to do at the airport to yes. try that? And then you said, well, maybe even expand it further, yes. make it all those things, I've wanted to try this amusement park. So if we were to open an amusement park called I've Always Wanted to Do That, <laughs> What would be the attractions oh, that would be available? So obviously, one of the big ones would be the 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 airplane. Well, the the, the airplane. Uh, no, so if we stay in the airport a little bit, I think I would like to ride one of the luggage. Yes, yes. I'm with you. Yes, uh, uh, ones that do not, you know, um, make it kill you if you're to pass yeah. through. Because there are ones that are like in Die Hard too. That to me looked like a fun roller coaster. Steve, do you remember luggage. in uh, the original airplane movie? Yes, they showed it was a. T- and if you've never seen it, if it's a little dated for you, it's it's obviously very slapstick. But they, uh, it, they, the luggage was all sitting around the carousel, and the people were coming out of <laughs> okay onto the right. conveyor belt. It was hilarious. It was great. Uh, so, so I, I, one thing I said in case he got to do this that I would add into the I've always wanted to do that amusement park would be. Riding on the back of a trash truck. Oh. So that could be one. There's actually a commercial now where a woman is trying to get insurance for her car, and and so one of the methods she picks to go to work is on the back of a trash truck. Listen, I think it looks cool. It is, but you know what? Um, Do it when it's a little bit... Uh, warm around. Yes. So you can smell gets, everything. Yeah, see, that's no, the thing. It's a little cold, a little, oh. little pretty yeah. fast. at the park, you wouldn't have to do it at 6.30 in the morning. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, they'd have different hours. So 215-263-WMMR. What should we add to this? Kathy, what were you going to say? I was going to say, is it the Minions movie where uh, they go back into the luggage carousel and it's like this huge, I, I think it's Minions and it's like. It might be. And it's yeah. just this like amazing, it looks like an amusement park and I'm like, that's what I have in my head so I want to <laughs> ride the luggage carousel. All right. Uh, you know what I have yet to do is ride a mobility scooter. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's overrated. I, I see them at the, uh, I see them at the supermarket. Yeah, right? and uh, I think I had I... one for a long time, Steve. And Casey's fun. Right. No. no, no. Was uh, it electric or was it? I believe, yeah, because you had to charge it. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Not they fun? don't they don't go that fast. God damn it! You, no. you sit on the back and you're like, oh man, I'm gonna haul some ass, and uh, the hair's gonna be blowing on my my, my my the wind's gonna be blowing on my hair, in my ass. and the hair's gonna be blowing on my wind, and uh, it just is <laughs> not that exciting. No, it's not right. even worth getting injured or old. All right, I have two. Um, I want to like walk around the top of like the link, like you where they fire off the fireworks from. Okay. You see people yeah, like standing all the way at the top of the stadium. Well, someone, ha- yeah, that's how they load them in there. There has to be some sort of walkway, right? Yep. Yeah, or like inside the Wells Fargo Center. But the second one, more tangible, I want to ride down at the trash chute. 
Yes. On the side of a building. Okay, Nick had <laughs> yes. mentioned that one. Yes. We talked about that. Now, that I, I am a big fan of that as well. Depending on, on the, uh, you have to do a few precautions because some of them are, are direct vertical drops for like four or five stories yeah. into garbage. Well, there are other ones that have sort of a sloping thing. I want to ride that. I think at, at the, I've always wanted to do that amusement park. You we, could do it have, safely? We would have the sloping nice. one. Uh, nice. I think that would work out. Wait, what was the, oh, yeah, Marissa had mentioned, have you guys ever walked on, on catwalks before? Yes. High up? It's terrifying. So if you look like we're going to be um, at the Wells Fargo tomorrow night. Yeah. And you look up where all the, you know, they've they've retired, uh, you know, the jerseys. jerseys. Yeah, yeah, the banners up there. Yeah. You see those catwalks. Oh, yeah. that would be cool. Well, I've been up on that. It was one at the Nassau Coliseum. It's not cool. It's effing it's scary. Cool. No, I just did it at, at my high school yeah. drama theater. <laughs> it was, it scared the hell out of me. Really? Oh my God. I would yes. not, to me, if they had a like a hook where you could hook up to a tether, I'd feel better doing it that way. Yeah. But they don't. Yeah. Um, remember we did the tour of uh, the uh, Comcast Tower 1? I loved it. It was awesome. But when you get to the tippity top, it is catwalky. And, uh, and yeah. Jim Antez, who was our uh, sales manager, yes. he was having a hard time with that. Well, he, so, he was able to center himself by doing his uncanny Yoda impression. Yeah. Well, the, the, walk- I am. Uh, the walkways were graded. Yes. And so he couldn't. It, you look through it, uh-huh. and he, he couldn't do it. Uh-huh. I consider that a uh, that that is was a bucket list thing fulfilled because that you know it's very cool to be up there and see that. Yeah. All right. So these things that we are uh, asking you to uh, to name are like uh, common things, the things that are there that or or that have to that are work related uh, that you've always wanted right, to do. Right. And uh, let's see if we can get some uh, contributions. Two one five two six three WMMR. We'll go to uh, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Jackie. All right. It's Jackie from Spring Mountain, by the way. Spring Mountain. Wonderful Jackie from Spring Mountain. Hey, so. She's a mountain girl. The I've always wanted to do that amusement park. What ride should we add? Ride in a dumbwaiter. <gasps> so they actually at work dared my friend Jenny to do it. And so she did. She got in it, sat with her legs crossed. And there were two different places because um, we worked in radiology and they used it to. Um, move X-ray films from one floor to the other to the film library. Okay. So ride in a dumbwaiter. I, I think would love to do that. that would be pretty it's cool. a classic. Uh, in in many cool. movies, the yeah. dumbwaiter has been a way to uh, to elude people, but it's just it just it's like having a, an amusement park ride in your house. Now, how do the how do the manual ones work? Because there's a rope. Yeah. Right. So it's a pulley system. But would you have to be inside it? No, no, you can do it from outside. That's you the way I've to. always seen it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it would be, it would be, um, and then there are ones obviously that are mechanical. Thanks, do they Jackie. even? Is that besides, like what Jackie said, businesses? Is there any residential use for a dumbwaiter these days? I don't know. I, don't know. Huh? I mean, actually, a dumbwaiter was really quite literally for moving food. Right there, there is a uh, there's an old building in uh, uh, it's it's in, actually in the town of Letterock, which is right next to where I live in Harleysville, Skipback area, and they have a manual. Ele- it's not used anymore, but it's a manual elevator. Like it's a full size. That's cool. And and you would you pull crank it's, it. It's yeah. got a counterweight, but you pull the rope uh, to get up to the top. Yeah, it's pretty wild. All right, so if we're going to talk about elevators, I've always wanted to ride in one of those large cargo elevators in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. The one with the the entire you've seen them. The, the, oh, yeah. Where would you like um, in in uh, Batman v Superman? They, there's one in that warehouse, and the, you know where they bring up tons of of, of uh, boxes. Okay. And stuff. you know I'm, t- I'm talking about that enormous elevator. I've got one for you for the I've always wanted to do that amusement park, and Steve and I got to do this. 
uh, we were in Hawaii for the Pearl Harbor oh, yeah. uh, movie premiere, and we were on the John C. Stennis aircraft carrier, and they have gigantic elevators on the outside where they move the aircraft oh, from yeah, the belly yeah, yeah. From that the was belly of the ship right. to the flight deck and we got to go up and down on that thing it was Preston. awesome it was one of the most amazing things cuz nick they lowered us down and when they lower us down this is one of the most extravagant promotional tours of any movie <laughs> because they were sinking all the money this is a big pearl harbor thing and they thought it was going to be the next titanic so we lowered down and in the hangar, I guess, below is an entire recreation of a 1940s USO show <laughs> with, um, you know, bands and all this. It was just crazy. But as it, before they were lowering it, they're like, all right, everybody into the middle. Like, do not stand on the outside edges of this thing. <laughs> right, right, right. It goes down. It was so cool. So at this amusement park, are yes. we allowed to do anything that we want? Anything. All right, because you mentioned as an aircraft carrier. As long as nobody gets hurt. Well, yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. Uh, aircraft carrier, I would. Uh, is there a button that you can hit where the, you can launch a missile? <laughs> Wow. So you'd like to blow up something. No, no, no. I just want to I want to be the guy that says fire and then you hit that button and then uh, either something launches out of the uh, the cannon or you shoot oh, like fire hey. like well on a submarine firing a torpedo. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh. oh yeah. Firing a tor- and see if you could hit something. Yeah. Yeah, is that cool? Well, uh, yeah, I like that. Let, let's be Jurassic Park. Spare no expense. Okay. All right, yeah. All right, so. Blow up a dinosaur. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. We're good to go like that. Uh, let me see. I have uh we have some more practical ones. Okay. Uh, that like blowing up a dinosaur. <laughs> so I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to Sarah. Hey, Sarah, good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. No, we're all right with it. All right. So what would you put in? I've always wanted to do that. The amusement park. I'd like to add a water park section if that's okay. With <laughs> yeah, sure. Certainly. <laughs> yes. I'm thinking the, uh, you know, the emergency showers they have in like science classrooms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Right. I'm with you. I've always wanted to pull those, but you know you can't. Right. That's, that's what I would add so, to I love it. Is that, is that water? We can talk about a fire suppression system, correct? Is that what she's talking about? Well, am I misunderstanding? They, they, they have things for, for flushing out your eyes. Right. Uh, and, and then they, they have like a little side shower that you can actually, I think, go get inside of. Sarah. Is that what you're talking about, Sarah? Yeah, you like pull the handle down. You stand under it and pull yeah. the handle down. Oh, down the okay. Water because yeah. I, was, I was I was thinking she might have been talking about what you talked about did you set off accidentally one time pressed in the powder fire suppression at a uh, at a, a restaurant. restaurant yeah and then blamed it on someone else yeah. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor guy yeah. thank you Sarah although it wasn't his but he didn't get blamed full on like he did it on purpose was he a dumb waiter <laughs> yeah actually he was the first all right here somebody texted in and said for uh, the I've always wanted to do that amusement park they just texted two words. Ejector seat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, ejector. What people don't realize, and they talk about it, uh, you know, in, in documentaries, is that people get injured. Oh yeah. And can get injured severely. You talked about how your, your spine compresses. Yeah. And so it's it's a very violent thing. Yes. Uh, we we do a less violent version of that at the. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that amusement park. <laughs> uh, David, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? I'm thinking for your theme park to have a small city set up and be the driver on the back of one of those long ladder fire trucks. I think yes. there's an episode oh. of Seinfeld. Yes. Where... Do, yeah. yeah, Kramer's on the back. Yeah. Do, yeah. They, do yeah. they call that a snorkel? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's what idea. I... Or a snoodle. I, I, think it's, I think it's called a snorkel, but, but it's so big and it's almost... It's like a fifth wheel. 
Yes. Where, where the and the rear tires have to be steered by someone yep. in the back. That would be pretty cool. So, yeah. hey, David, what do you think? You think you you think you'd take to it easily? Oh, no, it'd be terrible. You yeah. have to have a small city set up and all <laughs> to the destroy intersections it. really tight. And you really, so yeah, test your driving skills. It is amazing, though, that you do have to the, the skill that's involved to maneuver that thing, especially around a city. Yeah, yeah, but you got to do I it. I love it. We'll put it in the park, like David. That. Thank you. By the way, do you, Steve, do you remember a video game that was at? Yes, I like, do. It yeah. was a two-part. Yes. Yeah. Uh, cabinet. What was the name of it? Cab- I don't know. Yeah. Cabinet game where somebody sat in a yep. seat in the front, that. and right. then somebody stood behind them in the back, and they both had steering wheels. Yeah, I do remember and it. And you had to get around the city. Uh, that was interesting. All right, here's, I like this one a lot. Here's a text that said, I've always wanted to pull the ropes that ring the massive bells that you see in bell towers like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. That's pretty good. And so what what you can do with those things is you reach up high and pull down. The bell has to swing the other way. Yeah, it lifts you up. And it will lift you up, you know, like several feet. That's what Quasimodo used to do. That's how he got some thrills. Yeah. He would jump on and ride those things, oh, too. Oh, what, dude? Steve, you go to the gym. Uh, and so, you know, you do, the, like, the lap pull-down yeah, machine. Yeah. And people listen. Well... Whenever I do the last pull down, yeah. when I'm done, I I go flying up yeah, with the weight to let it lift you back up. Yeah. You do so a Quasimodo. So that's yeah. kind of like how Quasimodo that. works mm-hmm. out. All right, uh, let me go next to Steve. Uh, who wants to comment on the riding on the back of a of a trash truck? Hi, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? I made it. Yes, you did. Uh, so I work here at Public Works. Um, we have a uh, it's a it's a brush truck. It's basically a trash truck. It's um, it's not quite what you think it is. Um, you're basically hanging on for dear life. Every little pothole, uh, you're about to fall off. Um, it's actually hell. Uh, I, I'm sure that if you do it all the time, that the thrill is gone. Uh, yeah. But I mean, for us pedestrians, of, jumping on one uh, time might be kind of fun. <laughs> It, it, it might be if the temperature's right. Um, if it's a warm day, you get one reprieve, which is uh, the, the you feel like a dog, uh, wind in his hair. <laughs> you feel like a right. dog, right? A I know garbage what you're dog. Yeah. Uh, and my uh, uh, on the positive side, um, you know the uh, uh, in an airport, the escalator walking escalator, right? The moving sidewalk, yeah. I, yes, I love running on those. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We can set that up. You feel like Steve Austin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. All right. All right yeah. Done. Have you, in fact, I think I've done that. We'll I think put, We'll put it in, Steve. Thank have you, you ever trotted along the people mover? Uh, oh, most definitely. Yeah. Well, you did it, it at Universal because you have these a-holes who don't understand you're supposed to, if you want to stand and take it for a ride, stay on the right. Okay? So that way, when people want to walk on these things, they can walk on the left. Right? Yes. And Steve, Casey and I, this is two times that we, we were on, and we got up there, and everybody's stopping, and we both are just like, we're not having it. No. Nope. And we just started plowing through. <laughs> and I, I literally, as I'm walking, I'm like, excuse me, pardon me, coming through, on your left, on yeah. your left, excuse me, pardon me. Medical emergency. And I just, I don't care. No. Yeah. You're, 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 you get, shouldn't. Yeah, you but shouldn't. Because I was uh, trailing you, and you were blazing the trail for me, and I didn't have to, like, move anybody, it was funny to see the people that were giving you dirty looks, because I didn't care. Because it was like, dude, ah, don't give either. dirty looks. Like, yeah. get out of the freaking way. Uh-huh. Man. Man. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. What uh, attractions are we adding to the I've Always Wanted to Do That amusement park? Uh, we'll go to Scott. Hey, Scott, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. What's up, bud? Uh, what I like to do is actually get in a uh, pursuit 
through the uh, hills of San Francisco in the street. <laughs> so you, yeah, like bullet. in the movie Bullet yeah, or Starsky yeah, and Hutch? Good. Yeah, so uh, the, the little-known secret of those chases is that after the first jump, the car is unusable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. But we'll fix that. We'll yeah. fix it. We'll fix that. But I see what you're saying. Yes. Uh, right. I love it, Scott. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, the, it's actually not a snorkel. It's a tiller ladder. What is it called? Is, it's called a tiller ladder. Tiller, tiller ladder. ladder. Right, yeah, then what's a what's tiller. a snorkel? Snorkel is actually a solid uh, truck all the way down. It has. It's still got the... Uh, Boom on it with a bucket on the end, but it's one thing. It doesn't have. It's not like a hitched, uh, right. like a tractor trailer. Very good. Thank you for the correction. Truck. I appreciate Snorkel's it. Snorkel's also not the device problem. they have on on uh, on jeeps and other vehicles mm-hmm. that allow you to drive through deep water. Yep, yep. yep. exactly. Um, all right. So, uh, Nick, what was that? There was a good text. Oh yeah, uh, that was up here. Uh, yeah, here you go. This says uh, somebody texted and said, "I'm surprised nobody has said coal car through the coal mines." Yes, like uh, Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. Yep, yeah, no, not or, a dead speed, but or yes. escape from Gringotts, like we wrote. Oh, that was so awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, that's terrific. You know, really, an, uh, honestly, a, a, a Zeppelin to ride in an old style Zeppelin like the Hindenburg without it being the Hindenburg. Okay, <laughs> but you know. I've I mean, been in a lighter than airship. So you've been in a blimp. There was, yeah, it was a, uh, believe it or not, it was for, do you remember, I think it was Pizza Hut. Yes. Had a pizza called the Bigfoot. Yes. And so they had a blimp mm-hmm. that had that fly around. up on the side of it. So I went up to um, Northeast Airport. Okay. And met him up there and uh, got to ride. Actually, I've been in two blimps. That was the second time. Was I, it cool? I, I flew in one in, uh, in Missouri as well. Yeah. It's really cool. Did so, we send pituation? We, we did. Okay. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but the an old style. The, you know, the zeppelins used to be. You know, they would. It was like traveling in luxury. You would have. Yeah. You oh. know, like in, in Indiana Jones three. Everything goes back to Indiana Jones. No ticket. Yeah. No wait. That was that a blimp or was that a train? It was a no, it was a blimp. Okay. Okay. It was a plane. Out the window. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me go to uh, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Yeah. Oh, thank Patrick. You. What's up? <laughs> Yo, so uh, tower cranes are 150, 200 feet in the air. Maybe the ones that load the ships or yes. the construction site. Yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome to be up there and just <laughs> Dude. 200 feet off the ground moving yes. crap around? We have wanted to do, we actually were trying to do, um, you know, we've been trying to do full-blown crane games for years. Yeah. It turns out that you're, I guess you have to be certified because you can yeah. kill people. But, um, yeah. yeah, I agree. It looks like a blast. Yeah. Hey, w- yeah, kids, especially the ones down at the port. You know, you got to pick them up, lock them, <laughs> lift them. You're flying along. You got a, I don't know, 60,000, 70,000-pound container. <laughs> you got to set it down in the back of a tractor trailer and then unhook and then do it all over again for what? Nine hundred containers. You know what? You know what I got to do, Frank. Uh, I mean, Patrick, which is the um, the the super large that forklift truck, Preston, that we that we had at the camp out at the Adams Mark for the longest time mm-hmm. with the telescoping uh, forklift on the front of the vehicle, and that was a blast. So, uh, yeah, anything I think, like I, that is. Awesome. I think that uh, that adding uh, uh, forklifts at the I've always wanted to do that uh, amusement yeah. park would be perfect. And uh, Patrick, when we open it, we will add a crane section. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. nice. I promise you. I am. I'm Patrick from Amity. My wife and I are, are, Casey's been very nice to us every time we come to your event. I know who you are, Patrick. All right, Patrick. Then then you know what? We'll let you take first crack on the crane. Just to test it out. All right. Thanks, bud. So when you come to the amusement park, we'll we'll have crane world. 
uh, there as well. Uh, let me see here. We got a lot of people checking in. All right, here you go. Yeah, let's go to uh, let's go to Ryan M. Ryan M. Good morning, sir. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> what? Wait, what did they say? I said. I was telling my mom I'm on the phone with Preston. Oh, <laughs> what's up, Ryan? Hey, what's going on? Hey, yeah, I was going to say the uh, minecart, like Indiana Jones, but I also, uh, I also wanted to do. I've always wanted to do one of those, like uh, railroad tracks. push car, the thing up and down. Yeah, they're hard. I, I did that once. At, it might have been in a lame ass amusement park. And that was one of the rides, and they, they are really difficult to you push. You two people, right? Yeah, and you had to, Steve, they're, like, really heavy. You have to push them down, and you go, and, you know, I'm going, like, 12 yards or whatever. Dude, I want to do it, though. You know what? I, you know what's really cool? And maybe, I don't know, has anyone been on? They, they'll they take some of the rural tracks. Yeah, and they have it down, down the shore, the shore. Yeah. and it sucks and because you can there's nothing pedal? to look at. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yep. And did, yeah. you, did you do it? I a Case, I know you said it sucks. Did you do it? No, my cousins did it. I, I talked to somebody who said it was great. Okay. And your cousin said it sucked. No, I don't know if they said it sucked. I just think if you're going to do that, you kind of want to do it in a scenic well, that's, area. There's, there's, there's one in, in, in Bucks County that has, you know, you're going specifically uh, through the, the changing leaves in autumn and all that stuff. All and right. it, yeah, and it looks very cool. The one at the shore is similar to that. Is at least it? the pictures look like it. Yeah. I want to do that. You can... You I can, can do, do that. You can... That, you that's can not actually, crazy. That you can I want to drive in an automobile. All right, here's... <laughs> in a motor car. Yeah, in a motor car. In a, in a horse's carriage. Uh, here's a text that says uh, that we should add to the... I've always wanted to do that amusement park. Olympic ski jumping on one of those giant ramps. Oh, so, no. have you seen... Ooh, no. Have you seen what they train on? Water. The, the, uh, well, they use water, and they also use something that looks kind of like a... Um, Almost like a next turf. Yeah, um, yep. that's what you ski down on, and then right. into water, right? right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was standing on top of one. I went, I went to Calgary one time, and they, there's an Olympic Village there. They had the Olympics in '88, and uh, Steve, I think you've been to one as well. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. you're, you're up top, and you're looking down. You, you cannot believe it's so freaking high. Up. You, you then come to the realization that those aren't athletes; those are simply people attempting suicide. <laughs> uh, by the way, Lake Placid has yes. uh, stuff too. That's right. And in fact, you can do. I don't know if you can still do it, but the bobsled uh, track. Okay. Uh, they can send you down on, you know, like rollers, I guess, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Like they have a concrete version of it, right? You don't need ice. They just have uh, yeah, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. When, they, when there's no ice and snow. Or maybe they do it when, I don't know, Nick. I'd have to oh, look that up and say. Montage has that. Oh, yeah. They, they have the, the, the full course that way. And, and I was like. What, was, a bobsled course? Well, they have one of those, like, slide. It, I, it looks slide. like a bob. No, it looks like an actual bobsled sort of thing. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm probably talking out my ass. Interesting. Uh, hang on. Ryan's been on hold for a long time. Another Ryan here, so let me go to him. Hey, Ryan, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Great. What's up? So, ever since I was a little kid, I'm going to add to your water park um, part. Okay, um, yes. I want to go down the water slide at the end of Goonies, swim <laughs> over to the pirate ship, and then walk the plank. Walking a walking the plank in a safe uh, situation would, would be kind of cool. <laughs> Pirate ships in general, I'm I'm fascinated by. Why hasn't anyone done a really good, like Goonies based? And maybe it's too after the fact at this point. But like to your point, uh, uh, Ryan, is it, it? Why not have a. Uh, you know, the, a pirate ship with those rides and all those things attached to Goonies. Well, Steve, and we'll do all kinds of other torture things like keel haul, you yeah. know. And, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, it could be fun. <laughs> this, this text just came in, Steve. Thanks, Ryan. Board a ship like a pirate or climb up the sails and then slide down like Jack Sparrow. <gasps> with the knife. Right? With the yeah. knife. Oh, that's a good ride. Do that. I like that. Have you ever even, if you look at the crow's nest of, of, a, of a sail ship, 
It's got to be terrifying. No way. Yeah. No way! Yeah. Because that's going to be swaying yeah. all over the place. No effing way. It's way the hell up there. All right. Uh, Joe has one. Let me go to him. Hey, Joe, you're on the air. Good morning. All right, Joe, what attraction would you like us to add to the I've Always Wanted to Do That Amusement Park? Hey, you guys rock. I would call it the Philly Special. It'd be greased light poles. <laughs> Greek, to, to climb a greased yeah. light or to take a crack at it, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it looks wild. He, he brings up something. It would be so hard to do oh, that, yeah. man. Have All right, you, thank you, Joe. <laughs> have you ever yeah. seen and and where the, where the people build, it's actually like a human pyramid. I think it's in Spain that yeah. they do it. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. And it, Nick, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like it's going up multiple stories. Yes. Out of humans. I think it's like eight uh, people high. High. What is that? I don't you know. know what I'm t- yeah, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. It's yeah. like they literally call it like Human Pyramid Days yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's a festival. Is that the San Fermin Festival? Am I- it might be. All right. Uh, the Sanford and Son Festival. That. Yeah, they do these things where I'm like, dude, you're going to die. You know, like, yeah. and they, they get like Press- the lightest people to go to. The- it's like when they they they, they uh, chase that wheel of cheese down the hill and yes, like, I, I mean, you, yeah. Preston, you would not believe how high up this goes, and it's constructed of people. I'd, I'd have to. Nick is looking for that. Are they are they standing oh, or yeah. are they on kneeling They're on shoulders? Because I've done I've and... done the I've done the uh, human pyramid before, and you we you know you get down on your hands and knees. No, it's not that. They're standing up. It's almost like when you that's see those crazy. zombie movies where the oh. zombies are climbing on top of each other to yes. get over the wall. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what it looks like. Case. Yep. Yeah, it's in the, uh, Catalonia. So Steve, you're right in, in Spain, okay. and uh, it's a part of a festival that they do every year. You've got to be the guys on the bottom have to be like strong men, like like you know seriously, <laughs> seriously powerful yeah. legs and shoulders. Jesus, yeah, wow. But maybe they're not after this thing is done. That's crazy. Uh, let me see here. I will go to uh, our buddy Roz on the line. Hey, hey, hey Ra, Good morning, Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Orlando. What's up, Ra? I was saying I would use I would do a people mover, but the opposite direction, like running races, the opposite direction on a people mover, <laughs> uh, skateboarding on the opposite direction on a people mover, and like football on a people mover. Where the <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Direction, and you have to dodge them. Okay, okay. I like right. that. I like that too. <laughs> Imagine if they played football with the uh, on a giant movable platform. Oh my God. And yeah. it was always moving away from the the end zone that you're trying to get to. Right, oh, right. That would be crazy. That would be, that would be insane. <laughs> you know, what would be kind of cool. You know those old those old football games where there was, was a piece of like acetate under the player, and, and the thing with the the field would vibrate. <laughs> Do you remember these? Yeah. Okay, and and theoretically, you could make that work for full grown people. A giant <laughs> vibrating. What I would love is people. Oh would, Here's God. how I'm going to play this. The teeth would rattle out. All the pieces went all. <laughs> Oh, there yeah. was no rhyme or reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. That game was a waste. Absolutely. But there are some people who love it yeah. for whatever reason. Uh, let me see. And by the way, on those people movers, uh, besides feeling like Steve Austin, like you said, Steve, going in that direction, when you when you turn around and you're going absolutely nowhere, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of a fun sensation as well. Uh, we were talking about those shoes, Preston, that sort of... Um that speed you up. You remember remember those that are that are. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are weird looking. It's They're almost very, like people mover shoes. It, people mover shoes, basically. Yeah. Uh huh. We could get those at uh, the. Always, and then get on the people mover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see here. Let me go to Joe. 
And by the way, we got started on this because uh, Kathy had a story in the news about a guy who opened up the emergency slide on a plane. Which you really jumped out at. And that would be absolutely at the amusement park. Hi, Joe. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. What's up, bud? So, when you're driving down the street and a person opens their car door into traffic, okay. you stop or you swerve around it, yep. I just want to fla- I want to take that door off. You just love to be able to, to clip off a door on a okay. car. Oh, man. Do you remember when we had that uh, appearance at the uh, mini dealership? <laughs> it was in Narber? Oh, yeah. right. This yeah. wonderful <laughs> guy who wanted to come and meet us at Thanks the thing. Show. He parks across the street, gets starts to get out. It's very tight there, and somebody <laughs> clips it right off. Oh uh, my god! Let me go What'd to. You do? <laughs> <laughs> let me go over next to Dave. Hi, Dave. You're on the air. Good morning, buddy. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, what do we put in the amusement park? Well, first of all, it's funny you mentioned the Lake Placid thing. We were just up there for spring break, ah. and the and the bobsleds they yeah. were because of the weather, and it's been so warm, it closed down. Oh, and no have open at all. So we, we so, tried doing that. So they, they do indeed, they, they, they don't run something that's on rollers. They they run it down ice when you... Yeah, they run okay. it down ice. But, yeah. they, have, but they, have, cool. they do, you're right, Preston, they do have ones with rollers that go down a track. I know for a fact because there was that footage that was circulating. They had built one that one turn was a little too austere and it launched a guy off right. the cliffside. Well, I did one in in Austria and okay. it's called the Alpine downhill or something right, like that. Right. And so it's on a it's you're on this thing that that rolls, which is really really cool. I want to do that. You do have a it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Dave, what, what do you think we should have? I think at the very end, and I think Casey, you've talked about this before too. You got to have it big. Giant, massive container where you swim around in money like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he swims in gold coins, which is uh, impossible. Daffy Duck does that as well. You remember when he he's, he he gets inside the uh, open sesame and he's Alibaba's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, treasure room. But yeah, we could do that with paper money for sure. Uh, I like I like or that, Dave. Thank you, you. Let you take a spin in the real money. You yeah. know, how about like a uh, melted gold? Molten, yeah. melted, yeah. You can dive into yeah. melted molten gold. All right, uh, Kim has a cool concept. Hi, Kim. Good morning. <laughs> All right, Kim. What do you think? <laughs> I always thought it would be a fun idea um, to set up, like, instead of a playhouse, to do a Kevin McAllister danger house. Home um, alone? Maybe do it like teams where you're the bad guys or you're Kevin and you uh-huh. can go through the house that who, way. Who wants to be the bad guys? Yeah. Getting, getting hit in the face with cans of paint and yeah. stepping on nails yeah. oh, and God. touching onto burning hot doorknobs. Dude, when he steps onto that nail, oh, oh I, well, I can't. There's, there's, you know, the, the guys, the special effects guys uh-huh. I follow on YouTube, the Corridor Crew, they re- they did all those sequences but added real world mm-hmm. effects of these things. So the nail splits his oh. foot my oh, my yeah, God. Uh, yeah, the shot, yeah, instead of the little BB gun or whatever it is, it's a shotgun. Uh, uh, Kim, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I, I, would, I could, you know what, though? Thank she you. brings up a good point. I always love the notion of um, riding down the stairs, and I've done that before. I've, I've ridden down the stairs on a piece of cardboard. But if you've seen they sell them, they're, they are uh, slides for staircases. Mm-hmm. Did your kids ever want that present? No. So you can, you can lay them down, and mm-hmm. they, they sit on the staircase, and so you can turn your stairs into a slide inside. I'd love to put that on the stairs that go directly into a wall. Wouldn't yeah. that be fun? Because yeah. our back stairs do that. Uh, who do you call it? Like Step Brothers. Yeah. Scott Lang does something like that in uh, Ant-Man 2. Yeah. yeah. And he uses cardboard, mm-hmm. I believe, yeah. Uh, let me go next to... I like this idea. Uh, hi, Chris. Good morning. 
Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, bud. All right, Chris, so in the I've always wanted to do that amusement park, what would you put in? Uh, so what I would put in, uh, you know, basically uh, you're, you're driving and someone cuts you off. And uh, you just slam your car right into them. <laughs> so you are allowed. Yeah. You know, like, F you, boom. All right, so you get to live out this fantasy of, of wanting to actually crash into someone, yeah, which obviously you wouldn't do that in real life. No. Who yeah, cut you off. So the, that's why it's at the amusement park. Right. Yeah. We're, we're, exactly. I, I can see that. Yeah. I think that, that that's, a, that's a cool thing. And you kind of get to do that if, like, your bumper car is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so a little, little bit. Similar, yeah, but you don't do it angrily. Right, right. Yeah. No, you get angry. And. <laughs> Add real world scenario into mm-hmm. it. Uh, I like that. Chris. I'll tell you Thanks. what I want to do. Right in a uh, in a hovercraft. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we a can... real. Remember that one that was. I don't know if it still does. It would go would cross the English Channel. Um, the uh, you know the, the, that big super huge, the really big ones. Right. It was a ferry as well. Right. Yeah. So I, I have a question because uh, that um, uh, made me think of that guy who was uh, who was essentially carjacked by the dude and he had to go to the ATMs. It was like lower oh, yeah, just recently. Yeah. 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 And so the dude ended up jumping out of the car. Yeah. Uh, what I was thinking, what I would love to do is, I assume I'm the one driving. Um, that I would then. At the very last second, I would smash into a pole or a wall or something like that. But at the very last second, undo their seatbelt so I would be safe, and then they would go flying through the windshield. Right. But I don't. I need to know how fast I could go, where it would be very bad for them, but I would be fine. I don't. I don't this seems very difficult to me. Yeah. Call me crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, to, I mean, to, to I hit this, the button. This my driving fantasy or what? Yeah. No, it's, it's, you're <laughs> absolutely allowed to do it. I just think it's it's uh, yeah. I don't know how you pull that off. Uh, let me go next to Brian, who's been on hold for a while. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. All right, buddy. So the I've always wanted to do that amusement park. What uh, would you put in? Well, it, I, see, I'm a coal miner, uh, and I've worked in sub or subterranean uh, coal mining and surface coal mining. And wow. Surface coal mining. Uh, I, they, we have these big conveyors that feed these co-gen plants about a mile, mile and a half long. I would love to ride one of those. Dude, I've, see- I've seen those. I, you're exactly right. They look really cool. I was watching How Green Was My Valley yesterday about coal miners. It was, didn't seem that much fun. But, but the um, yes, those long conveyor belts, they go on and on and on. Have you ever been tempted to, to try it? Um, have you ever sat on one? Or because it- I've, I've done the short ones. And, uh, well, MSHA, which is a Mine Safety Hazard Association, uh, they, they kind of frown upon that. <laughs> yes. I have no doubt they do. Brian, there are ones, because I've seen, like, some gravel pits and stuff like that around that, that go, like, really high up in the air at the, at the end. Uh, yeah. And then you could ride off that and then slide down the big pile of gravel. That could be fun. Well, yeah, I would think so. I mean, especially because coal's a lot softer landing than rock. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, hey, how- I, will, I will say this to add to your uh, the, the coal mining cars underneath the ground. Yes. It all depends on how high that gangway is when you're going down that tunnel because with sometimes you're within mere inches, fractions of an inch. At sometimes, yeah, of smashing your face off the stop at the top of the gangway. All right, so, we would make sure we, we'll hire you as a safety consultant at the. I was always wanted to do that amusement park, and we'll make sure that doesn't happen. Okay. Okay. And you'll run the conveyor. Thanks, Brian. All right, bye. Appreciate it, man. Have you you know what I'd like to do, President? It's not even go to one of those um super enormous um coal mines, those underground mines. In the movie is it forty three what is it? Uh yeah. Where there all the guys right. are underground. Trapped underground and that enormous um you know, the, those those cavernous I love caves, I love stuff like that, and I'd love to Take the rundown into one of those just to see it. So we 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 went down when we were in uh, uh, Narvik, uh, Norway, 
uh, we went down into this mine. Right. Uh, it's this uh, m- uh, this uh, um, oh man uh, magnetic uh, stuff that they that the ore that they that they mine there. And Steve, we took full size buses. Wow. Down into wow. this, we went like a mile down underground, That's wild, man. and it was insane. And they, there's all these roadways and stuff underneath there, and they take it down, and then they turn off all the lights oh, and yeah. show you how it's absolute pitch black darkness. I also went down in uh, Cripple, Ke- Cripple Creek, uh, Colorado, into a gold mine there. You go a mile in an elevator straight right. down. It's insane. Well, you know, you mentioned something else. Uh, well, with the conveyor belts and stuff like that, the the type of moving um, ladders where it's it's like just little little nubs, basically mm. that you stand on, you hold a handle, and there it's it's a conveyor belt basically yeah. going up in a full loop, and you can jump on and go from floor to floor. Have you have you ever? Oh, uh, a man lift. A man lift. Uh, I did that one time. There was a. I, I lived in an apartment that had a parking garage across the street, and to get your car, they had valets. Uh, they would they would jump on the man lift yeah, to go yeah. up and get it. And one time the guy's like, I got all this going. He's like, do you just want to go up and get it yourself? I said, <laughs> hell yes, yes I do. <laughs> but it's you have to be careful because one little slip mm. and it's a mechanized piece and it will kill you and the if you're not careful. is pretty small. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to step right up. But, Steve, it was so much fun. <laughs> I want to do that. We'll put one of those, too. And I just realized I know the perfect place to build uh, the I've always wanted to do that amusement park. Where? Now that we have it in at Universal, perhaps that'll be their fifth park. Uh, Thank you for your suggestions. We appreciate that. (laughs) And it all got started because this guy did what we've always wanted to do, uh, open up the emergency slide on a plane and jump out and go. Obviously, he's going to get arrested and get in a lot of trouble. As well he should. But he had fun. But he had fun. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to the B-file. We're going to talk about this uh, water issue in the city with Brian Taff of 6ABC in a little bit uh, as well. So stay put. We'll be back in a moment. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning at uh, by our friends at Pro Team Collision. You shouldn't be good at getting into an accident, but if you do, your friends at Pro Team Collision are there to help with all of your auto body repair needs. And you can visit ProTeamCollision.com. There were so many over-the-top, bizarre file stories that I called this weekend. (laughs) It's going to be several days before I get through all of them. So That's good. It's good stuff. So uh, a New York man allegedly entered a daycare center while it was closed, stole diapers and formula, and left notes behind indicating he would like to pretend to be a baby girl. We'll let him on in. Police said they took uh, Daniel Sealer, who is 65 years old, into custody. Goo-goo-ga-ga. Shortly after he ran out the back door of Inspire Learning and Child Care. Uh, I'm a little girl. An employee found $120, 
along with a handwritten note asking if the daycare had adult-sized diapers and if the staff would play along. Uh. The director says they immediately contacted law enforcement upon discovery of the break-in and de- decided to install a surveillance camera. And the director said a similar note was found the following <laughs> Monday along with $200. Oh, so he's trying to play nice. After receiving an alert at the security system that the security system had been activated, the director said she arrived at the center to find someone had gone through the children's diaper bins and left another note and money. Oh, wow. The director said the note included sizes for pants, shoes, bras, and dresses. Well, the guy's committed. With the man indicating he would like to play as a baby girl and called himself Baby Danielle. Daddy, Daddy, my diaper's caught on my nutsack. After receiving another alert the following Saturday morning, the director said she called 911, saw a surveillance video showing a man playing with diapers and piecing them together to make a bigger one. She said the man went into the bathroom, pulled his pants down, put the diaper on, and then put his pants over it before running out of the building. Perfect. <clears throat> she said uh, later she found someone drank half a bottle of formula, used a bib, and stole three diapers. Police said Sealer, who allegedly entered through a door uh, at the the director says was locked, fully admitted his involvement and said he was working through addiction right now. What, uh, if, what if this guy's like a high-powered attorney or something? Just, the stress is getting to him. Uh, Sealer is charged with burglary, petty larceny. He was released on an appearance ticket and if, uh, after police determined he was not a danger to the facility's children or staff. He just really wants to. The worst to thing he can say is that he's a bad little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, The Austin Fire Department has arrested a man accused of setting a downtown Austin historic building on fire while trying to make nachos on Tuesday. John Daniel Banks was arrested after allegedly setting the Granberry building on fire. This happened just after midnight. According to the arrest affidavit, Banks was staying in the abandoned building without permission. He admitted that he tried to light a bag of chips on fire because he thought it would be a good way to cook nachos. That would be good. Uh, Banks said the bed caught on fire. He tried to put out the fire and left the building. When he returned, there was a fire on the second floor. Another nacho fire. Uh, Brad Nelson is the owner, and uh, several Austin Fire Department crews worked to extinguish the flames at 907 Congress, which is a historic Austin landmark that's been uh, dilapidated for decades due to the activity that comes along with abandoned spaces. Uh, Nelson said that he's tried to get the city to do something with the property to prevent a tragedy from this happen like this happening. It could have been worse. He was planning on making rotisserie pigeon. Oh no! <laughs> uh, in Scotland, a randy motorist appears to have been caught with his pants down <laughs> in his car on Google Maps. Yeah, oh. this is like Scott's Road. Uh, the image shows the man oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. sitting in the driver's oh, yeah. seat oh, yeah. with his penis exposed. Uh, the Google Maps Street View image of a back street in Aberdeen, Scotland, is going viral after the eagle-eyed social media users spotted its X-rated content. Uh, the images show a... It's Mawele. They show a blue Peugeot mar- uh, parked beside two yellow lines. As the tech giant's van moves down the dead-end road, it reveals an exposed man sat in the driver's seat. Uh, he's seen holding his phone with what appears to be his pants pulled down and his penis poking out. Just trying to have a little midday wank. Uh, despite uh, despite Google blurring his face and the car's registration plate when it was uploaded in June last year, his member is left out uh. for the world to see. A principal of a Florida school has been forced to resign after a parent complained that...
that students were exposed to pornography. The complaint arose from a Renaissance art lesson where students were shown Michelangelo's Statue of David. That's not pornography. The iconic... I got some pornography. (laughs) You want to see pornography? I got some pornography. Uh, The iconic statue is one of the most famous in Western history, but one parent complained that the material was pornographic, and two others said they wanted to know about the class before it was taught. No, Uh, it would be pornographic if you took, like, the Mona Lisa and kept pushing her face into David's midsection. Right. And uh, it becomes porn. So the lesson also included references to Michelangelo's creation of Adam, painting, and Botticelli's birth of Venus. Uh, Principal Hope uh, Karaskia of Tallahassee Classical School said she resigned after she was given an ultimatum by the school board to resign or be fired. Uh, she said she did not know the reason she was asked to resign, but believed it was related to complaints over the lesson. Uh, they also said Miss uh, Karaskia had been principal for less than a year. Uh, on Thursday, Florida's governor expanded a law uh, that uh, banned public schools from teaching sexual education and gender identity. Uh, teachers who violate the law face being suspended or losing their teaching license. And by the way, the Florence Museum on Sunday invited the parents and the principal to come out and to view Michelangelo's David in person if they would like to. It's kind of a classic. Uh, absolutely. It's one of the greats. So. Uh, Deputies arrested a woman on Friday afternoon, accusing her of intentionally running over a 20-year-old woman who was her friend and then driving away. That's not a good friend. Tina Gore said, I just got a call from my neighbor saying to come home real fast. My daughter's been run over by her friend. Uh, Detectives believe the witness recorded a video that shows when Loria Wilson struck Gore's daughter, who then hit the hood of the car and fell on the street. The impact caused Wilson's vehicle to spin. The vehicle also shows Wilson running over Gore's daughter again. Wow, man. speeding away. Sherry Linder, who lives nearby, said, I saw the victim on the ground, head full of blood. Uh, Tina um, identified her daughter. She said the daughter is in critical condition right now. Uh, Linder said she rushed out of her home after hearing the impact and found the victim severely injured. She said there was a shoe, a belt, and a pool of blood. Deputies discovered the victim and another woman had been involved in an ongoing disturbance since at least last night that resulted in the hit and run. Witnesses said the 20-year-old victim and the suspect were childhood friends. uh, Obviously, that went awry. Insane. Uh, so apparently, you know, the authority said that the suspect was taken into custody after parking her car outside her home, which was only a block away. So charges are pending. And That's I would horrible. imagine attempted murder is going to be one of those charges. Sorry to end on a negative there, gang. I'll have some more stories for you later on this morning. I got some good ones to pass along to you. Uh, but we will take a break and uh, we'll come back in a moment. And, yeah, we're going to talk about the uh, the water issue in Philadelphia and the latex spill and all that stuff. Uh, our buddy Brian Taft from 6ABC is going to give yeah. us the latest on that. So we'll talk to him when we get back. Stay with us. We'll back in a moment. Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Water ban um, until midnight tonight in Philadelphia. Somebody's poisoned the water hole. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you to the listener that texted in that we need to use that clip, by the way. Water is drinkable right till to this tonight, yeah. right? They're going to reassess. Yeah, so far the... Well, you know what? What am I talking about? Why don't we talk to someone who has... Uh, he has credentials that we lack. Agreed. And we are going to talk to him right now. You know him from 6ABC. Please welcome our friend, Mr. Brian Taft. Hey! 
to the show this morning. Hey, Brian. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? We're doing all right, man. Doing all right. I I don't live in Philly, so I've, I'm I'm not having a water issue right now. But uh, this is uh, this is a pretty wild story, man. And this uh, uh, initially they had well, actually, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. The ban is in effect till midnight. You can use right. It goes in effect yeah, at midnight. See, that's right, why Brian? we're talking to Brian. Yeah, exactly. See, I already got it wrong, Brian. So <laughs> no, yeah, but. So- so basically what's going to happen is that the water is fine. The water is totally fine at, to drink right now. At 11.59 tonight, they're going to reassess the situation mm-hmm. and determine at that point whether or not this substance that's in the water as a result of a chemical spill in Bucks County has infiltrated the system and will compromise the drinking water. So, so as of today, water you have in your tap or your shower or whatever it is mm-hmm. is fine. Um, but they're asking people to prepare for the possibility that as of later today, later tonight, that could change. So there's there's every possibility that someone can be halfway through a sip at 11.59 and 30 seconds <laughs> right. and have to spit that out. No, but uh, So, Brian, yeah, so uh, listen, uh, for what they're saying... Um, it's just out of a, uh, out of a caution right now. It doesn't seem to be a, a, an imminent threat. But the um, let's say it does. Uh, this does kick in. Would that prohibit you from showering with the water and or cleaning things with the water? Well, it- I mean, conceivably. So let me just back up. Basically, what happened is on Friday, um, there's a company called Trinzio up in Bristol, Bucks County, a chemical manufacturing company. So they experienced a pipe burst on Friday night, late on Friday night. So this latex finishing substance like a um, think of it like paint yeah basically is in a in a in a pipe the pipe bursts this stuff finds its way down onto a roof into a gutter into a storm drain and eventually finds its way into mill creek which of course feeds the delaware river that's a major source of drinking water uh, for the for the region so this stuff, they say, they, they found out about it right away, and they shut down the Baxter water treatment plant to, to keep all this stuff out of there. The problem is they had to open the plant back up to keep water levels at, at the right level. Otherwise, if they, you know, the, the, the very expensive equipment in there could be compromised or could um, be ruined by the fact that no water is running through it. So they opened this stuff up knowing that this substance was in the water. Huh. And it it flowed in, so they they know that all the water that people are using right now went in before the spill. Okay. okay. The question becomes, what happens now when that that water enters the system? So what what's the speculation on this? What, uh, uh, you know, are we at a, like a fifty fifty, or does it look like we will have to deal with some of this? I mean, I suspect we're going to have to deal with some of this. Yeah. I mean, the, the good news is that, like I said, it's a paint type substance, is water soluble, which means. It's basically, it separates itself from water. So the cleanup process, while complicated and costly, you know, should be fairly simple. They could basically scrape it off the surface of the water. All right. But, boy, that's a, it's a big mess. Uh, Brian, have they, have they estimated how much of this substance was released? Yeah, a lot of it. 8,100 8, gallons, 8,100 oh. gallons. It could be as much as 12,000 gallons by the time this is all said and done. Wow. Jeez. Well, okay. Brian, you know, if you have uh, ice in your fridge that's made by your refrigerator, should you throw that away? Like, no. Well, nope, okay. nope. Anything you have in your house right now. And, in fact, what they're encouraging people to do is to store the water. Like, say, for instance, you, you have uh, jugs, empty jugs in the house. Fill that today right. with the water in your tap. Stick that in the fridge and see if that can get you through the next couple of days in the worst-case scenario that the water is compromised and can't be treated by the treatment system. All right. Okay. I know, obviously, it's where the water is filtered to and 
from and all of that, but uh, is it likely that more of Bucks County or New Jersey are going to be affected at some point? So they're on a sort of precautionary standby at the moment. Um, Everybody treats this water differently, and the water comes from all these different sources. So as of right now, the only people who who are known to be affected is a pretty significant swath of the city of Philadelphia. Uh, parts of West Philadelphia are not suburbs to the West. They, they don't think so. But folks in New Jersey are standing by. If for no other reason, then, there's a good chance they're, they may have to redirect water uh, from those areas. So they're, they're on a conservation because they may have to share it with the city of Philadelphia. It, uh, so it's interesting, Brian. We were talking about this yesterday. It was, I guess, about 3 o'clock or 2.30 when I got the notification on my phone. I, I, initially, I thought it was a... Uh, uh, you know, was was a, uh, a, a kidnapped child or an Amber Alert or something of that nature that had occurred. And then I noticed that the alert looked a little bit different. Right. And it popped up on my phone screen and then immediately went away and I couldn't retrieve it. And just as a side note, do you, do you know if they're making any uh, plans to allow you to retrieve? Something pops up that says public safety alert and you don't get a chance to read it and it's gone before you can retrieve it. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because I was driving in the car at the time and that and that notification popped up on my screen. I think that comes from the municipality. Um, but you're right. Once once you open your phone, I think that message disappears. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, but that's why, you know, it's good to have a local news app or something like 6ABC so you can, you know, typically if, if that sort of message is going out, we're going to we're going to have an article about why. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So as of now, that's that's where we stand. What about the um, what about uh, the 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 run on the bottled water? And, yeah. So that uh, was pretty significant. We, we were yeah. getting pictures and videos in last night, this morning. Even grocery stores in the suburbs are running out of water because people are are you know understandably concerned about it. So, but but like I said, I think that the, the most significant message from the Philadelphia Water Department today is look. The water today is safe. You do not need to go to the store and buy bottled water. The best thing to do as a precaution is just fill some jugs that you have in your house. Your tap water is safe. It's fine. So as of today, there's no sense in going to the store, spending some money on some uh, Aquafina. You, you're, you're fine. Your water in the house is just fine. So, so, fill, so fill those jugs. So if you go do that, in other words, if you go do that and fill up the water that way, this would allow the shelves to replenish. Exactly. Uh, okay. So to buy everybody a little bit of time. So and just get a big container uh, and uh, or, you know, anything, obviously, that you have or old containers or whatever. And that is the thinking uh, that, that we're talking about a, a matter of hours before all this is rectified, a, a day or two, or are they thinking even longer term? I, you know, I, I, truth is, I don't know the answer to that. Right. I, I don't know how much water flows into this treatment plant at any given time. But they were aware of it. They shut down the, the Baxter treatment plant before the stuff got there. They only had to open it for a small window of time to protect the equipment. So conceivably, they know how much compromised water is in there. And it should be a limited amount of time to, to run that stuff through. The problem becomes, you know, if the water that's still out there and still flowing into the system mm. is compromised, then then it becomes an issue of, okay, how long is that going to take? Right. So, yeah, it, it's a significant issue. There's no question about it. Brian, um, you, you guys might want to send out some uh, reporters to some local restaurants because I bet they're freaking out right now because yeah. they, they use well, water to cook. Yeah. You know? Absolutely, yeah. We're, and we're all over it today. We're going to have a whole bunch of reporters on every angle of this thing. And this morning we had the helicopter up and, and um, the, you know, cr- crews are out there. The, cr- the Coast Guard is out there. They've got booms in the water to make sure that no more of this stuff flows downriver. But what's incredible to me is I think, about, you know, this came from a pipe 
into a gutter, yes, into a storm drain, into a creek, and then into a river. And so, you know, ultimately how, how connected all of this stuff is and how yeah. one little spill, yeah. by the way, this isn't little, can affect an entire region. It's like a uh, one of those Rube Goldberg um, contraptions. Yeah, like, yes. yeah that, that all the things had to be in the, in the right situation. Now, we've heard that people are bringing buckets to the Avatar sequel to <laughs> fill up. I don't know if that's possible out of a 3D movie, but no, but with all the stuff that's going on, um, you know, uh, the suburbs are obviously not affected, at least right now. Um, so uh, I don't know if we are dealing at a depletion level in the city. Marissa says, yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing how quickly everything moved. But uh, are people migrating out to the suburbs to get water? Well, we were hearing reports in like Ballack-Kinwood last night in Wynwood, you know, close by suburbs that people from the outer outer portions of the city were coming out to the suburbs yeah. to, to find it. So yeah, the reason. It's, it's a significant issue right now in the city, and, and I would say the, the immediate western suburbs as well. We also want to ask you about the, the explosion um, that took place at the at the chocolate factory yeah. uh, and and uh, the, the status of that. And as of this morning, we didn't know if there was any uh, lead on what caused that explosion because the footage, we, we were looking at the footage of the actual explosion from a uh, security camera in the area. It looks like, like a movie-level detonation. Do we know what, what caused it at this point? So they haven't yet said what, what the cause was. Um, but the, the gas department, the folks from the gas uh, company have said there was no indication prior, there was no report prior of any uh, gas smell in the area or any gas release. What did happen was as a result of the explosion, um, there was a gas release, and that fueled the fire, which made it worse. But whatever that initial explosion was, was so powerful, guys, that this very significant building on the property moved Four inches forward. I want you to think about the force of a, the force of a blast that picks up an entire building yeah. and moves it four inches. Wow. Um, that's a big deal. You know, there are two buildings on that site. One of them is completely destroyed. The other is largely destroyed. And, of course, overnight we, we got the grim news that um, two of the uh, remaining folks who were unaccounted for uh, were, were found and, and, and sadly had passed away. So, it, you know, it's a, that, was a, that was a horrible situation. Um, and, and, and unfortunately, did get worse over the weekend. Uh, How wow. about the woman that they found alive on Saturday? Do you know her condition? I don't know her condition, Kathy. I, um, I'm, I'm not aware. I mean, obviously, that's a wonderful development, um, but I, I don't know whether she's in critical condition or, or expected to make it. No. No, oh, man. Wow. No. Okay, Brian, it's a lot of information, but uh, we appreciate you uh, being the authority on the info because we were going to mess it up and, uh, you know, it's (laughs) best to go to somebody who's got their facts. Anytime, guys. We were were advising people to drink latex earlier, and they obviously (laughs) clearly have. So, obviously, you guys will have updates and and what to expect and see if they they move this this thing that happens at midnight. Uh, So, we'll we'll tune in and see what the word is. Absolutely. We'll have a complete report tonight. You know, we're going to. Uh, a lot of reporters on the water situation. Of course, we'll have somebody up in West Reading on the explosion as well. So mm-hmm. a lot going on, guys. We can yeah. do some good news today. Yeah, right. that'd be nice. We'll work on it. All right, thank you, Brian. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. All right, Brian Tan. Six ABC. You know what? And I have a question. So when we were just talking about this, uh, and I, I have never really stopped to think about how we get the water into our home. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have a basic idea of how it works, but water you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's talking about he's talking about, you know, pulling water out of the river. Oh, yes. it's actually fairly disgusting if you've ever gone well, to I one of the treatment plants. Well, I figured you would plans. think that way. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but but I'm curious about you know the, the water comes the, these water treatment plants are they right there next to the river they take it right out of the river they treat it and then you know because in order to move water you either need pumps yeah. or you need gravity right. because essentially that's what the towers are for that's yeah. that's what creates the pressure in your home it has to be up high in order to push down and gravity puts it out and I'm curious well how do they get it from the treatment plant to the tower if that's where it's going it's, it's my understanding at least i i have been to a water treatment facility Same. and it was in proximity to the um to the water way it was using the source, okay. the source uh, which only makes sense and then um and then from there on it is it is pumped uh actually pumped not relying on gravity at least the one i was at to get it into the system so to but, get it into a tower I guess to pump it into the into the towers and then uh, and then it uh, goes yeah. into the houses. I think that's part. I think the towers are part of like the treatment, but they're not the only thing, right? No, yeah. no, no. no. I'm yeah. Just so, but so, besides that, I'm I, I'm in the I'm in the dark when it comes to the actual yeah. like what wh- you turn on your tap at home. What was that journey like? Yeah, yeah I have no idea. I have uh, two reservoirs near me. One is the Springton Lake Reservoir where uh, Nick's dad got arrested. Uh, and then there's another one on Beatty Road in Springfield. But they didn't charge him because he gave up some useful information about the right. Manson family. But I don't know where the water goes from there uh, and then eventually into my house. So, I have so that's no what clue. essentially yeah. reservoirs are for, right? Yes, for drinking yes, water. Absolutely. That's why they yeah. don't allow... Uh, you know, fishing and sporting and, yeah. and, and peeping in we it. We used to pee-pee. be able to. We used to fish in it when I was in high school. We Spring the lake. Yeah, you scumbag. We were able to access it. Um, I didn't think you were ever allowed to do anything recreational. On I don't know if we were allowed to, but oh. we did, and yeah. we weren't, and we didn't hide it either. Yeah. It's you know. And so where we used to park, you can't even park there anymore. There's there's fences up, but we used to park there. Um, and then, uh, and fish for sunnies, you know, we fish yeah. with like corn or whatever. Uh, yeah. But I don't even think you're allowed to like take a canoe out on that you're, or anything not. like that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my dad did get arrested for swimming in there. That was 68. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, over here, Preston, this is a water treatment facility in yeah. the of the Hilton, right? And, uh. President Biden went by there one day for oh, Yeah. And what did he do? He started fishing. And then yeah. he came right into it. Sir, you can't do that. I used to have a, uh, when I lived in Phoenixville, I, I, we had a well and we had a water filtration system installed in, in the basement and it, it was the best tasting it, it, I don't know if it was psychosomatic or whatever, but it, it was very clear and very clean and uh, tested uh, the best water we've ever had. And awesome. so I liked having a, a well. I thought that that was a nice nice way to get water into the house. Uh, so it looks like this um, treatment plant that is releasing all the information about the water uh, is on State Road in Philadelphia. There's also one, if you guys have ever done uh, the trail, the Schuylkill River, River yes, Trail. If you many go through, times. through oh, yeah. Norristown, there's oh. one uh, right there. Where and, it smells terrible. Yeah, and, and so yeah. I, I actually took a class in college, and we had to visit um, the landfills, and we had to visit a wastewater treatment plant. And that is where I was like, wait second so the water being flushed in our toilet i'm drinking probably yeah. <laughs> in a month or so no, you, like the, i was horrified basically it's horrifying when you learn that your tap in your kitchen is connected to your neighbor's bath <laughs> seriously your I mean, yeah. and, and kathy the bottled water that you probably prefer had to go through the same type of system too dasani well, no, is simply well that's yeah, yeah there's 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 water that's been cleaned and then there's what they call you know from glacier uh, water and uh, Evian and all of those, but yeah, a large portion of the water that you buy, you think is has just came out of the earth and was 
you know, the, 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 the gods yeah. stowed. No, it, it was, it's clean. But it, you're it, drinking the piss of our ancestors. It, 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 it listed. It, if you're drinking spring water or if you're drinking filtered water. It's that's the difference, it. yeah, yeah. So spring water, and how how is that yeah. different? Well, that's what's, what Steve's talking about. It comes yep. from the glaciers and all right. of that. I know, the, but it still is water that's well, yeah. run through mud and of rocks. Course, I'll tell you know. this. One time when we, the, the Juneau ice fields in Alaska, my wife and I were on a trip. And the, the guy goes over and, and he takes uh, a cup and, and the water has pouring down, uh, you know, the glacier on the ice and uh, hands it to us. And I, I took a sip of it. I could tell. I know people say, oh, you're just influenced by the fact that you're on a glacier. Yeah. But it was it would, it definitely tasted different. It tasted very clean. So, uh, Nick, I got a text. There was a dead Eskimo finger in it. I got a text from my buddy uh, <laughs> who's a plumber. And he said 9-11 actually shut down recreational yeah. fishing at Springton. Several texts coming in uh, on our text board saying the same thing, Case. They oh. used to be able to fish there, and then now you can't. They hmm. thought terrorists were going to blow the lake up? Or, or poison it. Well, mm-hmm. or maybe the fish were the terrorists. Oh, okay. Well, they still allow <laughs> Projectile diarrhea you can still... Uh, we have callers who oh. work in this industry who can answer some questions for us. So we will go to Eric, who works for a water company. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. How you guys doing? We're great, man. How are you? Eric! Good, good. First time caller. All right. Uh, thanks, man. We appreciate it. So I'm sure you're tapped into this. Ah! Ah! Hey! Otherwise, you're all wet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, but when you saw the, the story, uh, you, you had to have known a thing or two about how this process works and, and what they're going to have to deal with, right? Yeah, so I work in, in the greater Phila area, but um, the water systems, you get, either get your water sources from two places. It's either above ground or below ground. Some places have wells. Some use reservoirs. Some use rivers. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole process. It's multiple filters. I mean, it's... It's a very involved, very regulated process, and um, from getting it out where you guys were asking questions about how to get from the plants to the towers, the towers is purely storage, and in many cases is basically just for standby for emergencies for fire flow. So if there's an emergency, there has to be an excess amount of water in the water system for fire demand. Okay, so So, going going to fire plugs and things like that, to to fire hydrants. Yeah, yeah, basically you have to have the the elevation affects the pressure. Yep. And it's basically excess storage for, for, (laughs) it's excess storage for fire, for emergencies and stuff like that. Okay, what about... what about so that? To a tower, it's it's pumps, okay. and then there's certain areas where you don't even have towers. It's just you get you're on pumps. Okay, so so it is pumps. The pressure and are, are those pumps coming straight from the treatment facility? Yes. Okay. So, right, so so I did not know that. I yeah. So so with the, the natural inclination you'd think in a neighborhood when you see a big water tower, you'd think that water tower is supplying to your your residential. But you're saying that's yeah. not the case. It is. It, I mean, it you're drinking from the water that comes from that tower but the bulk of the storage capacity i mean if there's one of them towers can hold one two million gallons of water that's far excessive as to what uh, daily usage is going to need it's okay. a lot of times towers are placed in areas to make sure there's sufficient amount of water for fires so so to clarify eric the the pumping mechanism or infrastructure in place is powerful enough I mean, you think of it, you're covering huge chunks of area. Um, what what is what is that like? What what is that pumping system like? I mean, uh, our plant in our area, we're capable of putting out four million gallons a day. Wow. Um, and 
another treatment plant that my father worked for the water company for 30-something years, and the plant that he worked at in New Jersey was capable of up to $100 million a day. Oh, my wow. God. All right, all right. So, Eric, yeah. what, where, where, does, where does everything that we flush go? Kathy's house. To a, that goes to a sewer. That goes to a sewage treatment plant. I mean, obviously, and that's different. And that, that in itself, yeah, that's a whole other infrastructure. That there's some places there's pumps involved. Most of that is is gravity, but it goes to a separate treatment facility that's not connected to the water treatment facility whatsoever. Like in my district, the two plants are you know. 50 10, 12 miles apart from each okay, other. Okay, so so let me ask you this: so, so they send all the all the the poop and pee uh, to to this one treatment facility. They filter that out. What do they do with that water when they after they filter? Do they they pump that a back into times, a river? A, a lot of times, yeah, that gets discharged back into a body of water. It, okay. but it has to that meet. Makes sense. It has to meet like all the EPAs. There's there's tons of EPA DP, DEP standards on the cleanliness of the water. Basically, they. Everything that's bad in it gets removed as solids, and then, and then the solids are disposed of. Okay, I was going to ask where they put that stuff. Say they send it to landfills. Yeah. Okay. I heard that they put it in super large paper bags, bring it to countries we're warring with, set it on fire, and then run away. Wow. <laughs> uh, you know, it's what's interesting is is that, and Casey, you brought up the point about water. I think it's like you know we were talking about. You know, there's a finite amount of water on Earth. You know, and obviously, so at some point, it's all been cycled cycled through. Um, so, so in this case, with this, what you're hearing in the news, if you were a betting man, do you think if everything goes according to Hoyle and with all the um, fail safes in place, that we're looking at a long term issue here? Or do you think they can turn this around quickly? It's. I mean, it's tough to say. It's, okay. It's- Unique situations in every in every point. Right, right. Basically, you know, it all depends on how much was pulled into the system and how much didn't made it through the the treatment facility because it's the facilities might not be you know aren't necessarily set up to treat for certain chemicals and things like that. Things that right. are supposed to be in the water in the first place. Right. Wow. So so liquid latex might be more problematic than something else. Maybe, maybe not. I, right. I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't work the full treatment site, so I can't say for sure. But it could be. It could. It could not. And also, it depends on how long the water age in the system. How long does water take to get from the plant to the end user? I know in in our system, it, we have some areas where the water that's getting to you as the customer is, you know, seven, eight, nine days since it left the plant. Yeah. So. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, a question I have about uh, in the areas where this got pumped into the water. How, how long? What? What's the story with the fish? If, if people are fishing in those areas, I assume you'd be advised to not. Um, yeah, I, eat, I, would right, say you, I, I would say I wouldn't want to eat latex fix. Yeah, but what okay. if the fish come, they're already packaged in the river like they are in the supermarket? Uh, Eric, thank you for the info, man. A lot of stuff there. We yeah, appreciate thanks. it. Right. Wow. No Take problem. Care. You guys have a good day. Thank right. you. I wanted, to go, I wanted to go to Jeff, who works in water treatment, and uh, see if there's anything he wanted to add outside of what Eric said. Hey, Jeff, good morning. Hey, everybody, it's good to have you on the doobop bop doobop bop doobop bop da Damn good. Really? Really? But for a water treatment guy. guy? He did yeah. well. He yeah. works water in water. Yeah. 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 He's not a... Yeah. You guys are tough. Uh, Carnival barker. Well, it's everybody, uh, you know, it's good to have you on the ba ba toot about ba 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 doo ga ga ba ba da ba you right now clean water. Anyway, Jeff, we love that you called him. Is there anything that you want to add to what Eric was saying? Okay, so, yeah, a lot of what he was saying is, is, is absolutely true. Um, I actually work in both ends of it, I guess you would say. Okay, the mouth um, and the ass. So, I, 
before I worked where I work, where I currently work, I actually worked for the uh, wastewater treatment plant in Lansdale, PA. Okay. And he's right. Um, basically, so like you guys were saying, you know, the poop and pee goes to, uh, you know, a different treatment facility than your, than your drinking water does. It absolutely does. Uh, pretty much when, or at least in that area, you know, when somebody flushes the toilet, it actually goes to what's called a pumping station. Um, I don't know if you've ever, like, drove drove around, like, your, your local neighborhood or anything, and you see, like, these buildings that are just kind of, you know, in a field somewhere, or, yep. you know, kind of look out of place, and they got, like, a gate around them. Right. You know, fencing. That's actually a pumping station. So they've got these huge, I mean, they're massive, you know, pumps. Usually they have, you know, multiple pumps, you know, in case one goes down or anything like that. Um, it goes into almost like a well, and from there it gets pumped to the treatment plant. And there's multiple pumping stations. I'm losing you. He's betraying secrets. Okay, go ahead. Whatever have you. Um, from there, it pumps to the treatment plant, goes through this, you know, very, very extensive treatment process, uh, you know, filtration and everything like that. Uh, so that, basically, the end of the process, that water comes out crystal clear. Okay. And, it's amazing. And, and it's, yeah, it, it's pretty, pretty intense. It's pretty crazy to you know to see what it looks like coming in and then crystal clear, you know, coming out. And he's right. It, it usually goes to uh, a waterway, um, you know, a river, a, a lake, a stream, you know, something of that nature. And then you know, from there, you know, the the, the drinking water plant. You know, we'll pull from the river yep. or, you know, whatever. Well, that makes sense. That. Yeah, you yeah. Use, yeah. use the actual okay. creek in the river to, to transport yep. the water until yeah. it's ready to be prepped for drinking. So, Jeff, when yeah, I went exactly. um, yeah. I went down the Colorado River through the Grand Canyon, and, and our boat that we were on actually had a water treatment. We were drinking the water that was in the river, like, that day. And yeah. It, yeah. Um, believe it or not, the uh, the Navy has uh, things that are like that. Um Basically, it's a it's a reverse osmosis system that's actually on the boat, and they pull from whatever body of water that they're you know that the boat is in, and they run it through this you know filtration process and desalinator drink of water for the entire boat. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I saw a special on on the process of of you know of generating drinking water. I got those survival pens that are basically yeah. they're 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 yeah. you can. Put it literally yeah, down into um, any bottle of water and, and drink out of it. Yeah, the, the technology is absolutely insane. Um, now, uh, I worked there for a good couple years and then uh, moved on to bigger and better things. Now I do what's called high-purity water. We actually do water uh, filtration for, like, hospitals, universities, huh. um, laboratories, uh pharmaceutical companies, stuff like that. All right, well, let me ask you a quick question, Uh, because I've I've been thinking about getting an actual water purification system for my home. Would something like that be effective, say, if there was, like, a, a, you know, on average, a leak or something like this that might impact the general Uh, drinking water? Would it? Yeah, actually, it it, it would, um, and it it, it would, and it could, uh, especially if, you know, um, like they were saying, you know, up until, you know, midnight, your your water is fine to drink, and then they're not sure after that. And, you know, so so if it does get through and it's to a point where, you know, hey, your water, you know, is not safe to drink, then obviously, yeah, it would, it would, uh, excuse me, it would affect your, you know, your, your, your filtration system in your home as well. All right. You know? All right. All right. Uh, very informative. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it, man. 
Yep, no problem. Got right. You guys rock. Have All right, thanks, thanks, man. Bye-bye. Wow. Okay, well, so the latest is is uh, you're good till midnight, and then they're they're going to reassess, and probably I would I would imagine they'll issue some information before then uh, as to what the next step might. You got to imagine. Well, yeah, well, check out the note. Of course, tune to us anytime, day or night, if you want information that's vaguely accurate. Yeah. Vaguely accurate. <laughs> yeah, uh, but very interesting situation. First time I've ever lived anywhere that's experienced this. I've heard of water boils before and yes. things like that, but not the flat out ban. Don't even boil it. That won't work. Right. Right. Not um, even that. So that's the situation that we're in right now. So uh, we'll see what happens. All right. With that, uh, I think we need uh, some good news, uh, as Brian was saying earlier. Um, And as we take a break, I would like to give away a pair of tickets to join us in the Flyer Suite tomorrow night for Pearl Jam Night that's taking place at the Wells Fargo Center. So what we'll do is we'll take caller number 22 at 215-263-WMMR. Me and Steve Nick are going to be there. We're going to bang the drum, too, which is pretty cool. And each other. And you get some uh, cool stuff that comes along with it. Uh, you, uh, by the way, every ticket that's purchased for the event, uh, there's a special ticket package at uh, PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. That includes a commemorative Flyers uh, Pearl Jam Gritman Stickman shirt and access to the pregame tribute performance by the Leadbetter. So you can go to PhiladelphiaFlyers.com for the information to get that. But we'll take caller number 22 and you'll join us at the game tomorrow night. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'd like to do a, a shout out and add a butt plug in. Wow, man, you to, could explode. Please. Uh, this is from, uh, it says, hi, my name is Brett Ladd. I'm from Wilmington, Delaware, and I wanted to send a shout out. My cousin, Carrie Hazel, got a gold medal for her work in the TSA. Wow. And he said, she's one of the hardest working people I know and is one of the best cousins in the world. Thank you in advance for giving her a shout out. So, what uh, was it, Javelin or what What did they? Uh... No, the TSA. Oh, just so for working for the TSA. The, uh, yes. Wow. I the, the TSA I think, Olympics. I don't think there was an event okay. or anything like that. So there's a shout for Carrie. Congratulations on your gold medal. And then uh, the butt plug. This I got from uh, Katrina Bouter Paul. Katrina Bouter Paul. All right. So she wrote in and she said, hey, I've been um, listening to your show for over 10 years. I wanted to ask if uh, any of the morning show team would be interested in promoting an annual event that I'm organizing in Pottstown. Uh, It is called the PTK Community Cleanup. She said the PTK stands for uh, Phi Theta Kappa International Honor Society. Oh. And so she sent me the info, so I'm going to pass this along to you. I thought this was really nice. And essentially, uh, it says, come out, meet your neighbors, pick up trash. It's good. And share in some snacks and refreshments, have a few laughs, and help us make our streets look pretty uh, while making lasting connections. So they do that all the time in the with the Wissahickon Park system, and uh, these people just come out and do it and make everything look wonderful, so this is great. Saturday, April 15th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and she says they're meeting outside of Montco's North Hall, 
at 16 East High Street in Pottstown. So, that, again, that's going to be on Saturday, April 15th uh, from until from 11 to 3 p.m., 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. So there's the butt plug. That's More communities need to do this. Yes. Because I just, I there are sometimes I drive by and I just see garbage all Don't. over the place. And it just looks horrible. Horrible. Yeah. So you, you, you take the streets back. Unfortunately, you know, people have to to donate time uh, to get out and do that type of thing. So, but if there are refreshments and you get to meet your neighbors, yeah, that's cool. It's a cool little social thing too. So. That information's up on the uh, community page of our oh, website as well. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. All right, um, I did over the course of the weekend notice something. The noticer is back. Oh, yeah, he's not the noticer we want, but he's the noticer we need. <laughs> He notices things so you don't have to. Mm. Across an empty field, down a lonely alleyway, he's there, his eyes darting back and forth, noticing so much he can't even stand it. That's why he has to come on here and notice for us. All right, so Ladies I'm and gentlemen, <laughs> from the broadcast studios of WMMR, I will the noticer. Purge my noticing. Featuring the rest of the Preston Steve show. <laughs> to you right now. Uh, actually, Nick noticed this, and he passed this along to me. So. You freaking liar. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so it's called Planets on Parade. Five planets will be lining up uh, in the sky this week, but the best night to see it will be tomorrow. Tonight. Tonight. Hot uh, tonight. Hot damn tonight. Not according to this article. And I uh, do I understand correctly that the best day to catch the whole group is Tuesday, it says. Is right. that for you? In this it- article you sent me. Uh, the, the one that I pulled up is said well, March twenty seventh, so maybe it's, it's, it's going to rain tonight, tonight over until tomorrow. So, so yeah, you, we've got we've got showers, uh, cloudy skies, and then, so I think I think your best bet at seeing it here locally will be tomorrow. Are we at a good vantage point for it, or uh, it w- Every, everywhere in the world will be? Okay, uh, I'm sorry, I laughed for a second, but I like. <laughs> Kathy was mid yawn, and I mistook her her uh, facial expression. For, no, for, oh my god! Like disgust is what you looked like. For How come we don't get that? Uh, so yes, they will. The planets will stretch uh, from the horizon line to around halfway up into the night sky. Uh, Mercury and Jupiter will quickly dip below the horizon around a half hour uh, after sunset. So you need to catch it in order to see all five early on. Oh, it's so cool. Uh, The five planet spread, it says, can be seen from anywhere on Earth as long as you have clear skies and a view of the West. Uh, And by the way, uh, even if you have a decent pair of binoculars, break them out. Well, they recommend it because a few of them are going to be faint. Uh, So Jupiter, Venus... What's that? They're woozy. Uh, yeah, Jupiter, Venus, and Mars are easy to see uh, since they shine brightly. It says Venus will be one of the brightest things in the sky. Mars will be hanging out near the moon with a reddish glow. Mercury and Uranus, or if you want me to say yeah. Uranus. Your butthole. Uh, could be trickier to spot since they will be dimmer and you will probably need a pair of binoculars for those. Okay, all right. Yeah. I went outside last night and saw Venus. It was unmistakable. And, and, and when I first saw it, I thought it was a plane. That's how bright it was. Wow. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's uh, whenever this type of stuff happens, I know, Kathy, it bores you to death, but it, it fascinates me. Now, this shouldn't bore Kathy because she, she, she can, can see actually it. see it. She can see it. Cool she doesn't like theoretical things right. or stuff that's really far away mm-hmm. and, and is not uh, visibly noticeable. So, that is correct. Yeah, you're down with well, that. Well, the noticer wouldn't notice something that's not noticeable. No. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I like right. the noticer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that is, yes, as Nick was saying, uh, tonight and tomorrow, but I, I don't think here we're going to be able to see anything because goddamn clouds. Is there a service that can remove that stuff? Son of a bitch. I don't know. They're working on it. All right. Uh, let me see. I noticed something else. Um, how about this one? Actually, 
Steve noticed this one. Oh, wow. Yeah. What's going on over here? We're contributing editors. Yeah. Uh, Two New Jersey moms are suing the hospitals where they gave birth for being drug tested without their consent ahead of their deliveries, and they each say they ate poppy seed bagels, causing a false positive result in the hospitals. Hold on, but I think they... They test everyone. And the hospitals to report the women for possible neglect or abuse. Yeah, because if there's if there's some sort of drug that's found in your system, it's why babies are sometimes taken into um, like children in youth custody at the hospital. Yeah, but the ACLU, uh, the mothers, uh, by the way, uh, through the ACLU, referred to their uh, uh, referred to in their complaints as Kate L and Caitlin K. Uh, say both hospitals violated New Jersey's anti-discrimination laws. Uh, they are asking the State Division on Civil Rights to order the hospitals to stop drug testing expectant mothers without their permission and to create policies and staff training related to drug testing. So we have talked about this before, back and forth a number of times, and I forget where we uh, came down on this. The notion of the poppy seed bagel affecting a drug test is possible, correct? Well, it's very rare. Yeah. So, Steve, you actually sent me an article a few weeks ago about it. Yeah. Um, and it's so the deal is that the poppy seeds uh, in no way can show any kind of a, right. a false positive. But what can happen in the in the cultivating is that sometimes the actual um, they call it the milk. And for those of you who watch Game of Thrones, the milk of the poppy is mentioned quite a bit. Um, some of that material um, can, when it's being harvested, it get mixed in with the poppy seeds. And that doesn't mean you're going to get high from it, but there may be traces of it that could be found because of it. But apparently it's extremely rare. I went to work at a heroin factory one time and oh. I tested positive for bagels. Oh, no. And I lost the job. You lost the job? Yeah. Wow. That's bizarre. Uh, so, in their complaints, Kate and Caitlin described emotional trauma superseding what was supposed to be a happy occasion for Kate, who craved everything bagels throughout her pregnancy. Picking up a bagel was routine. I love everything Including bagels. on September 20th, 2022, when she was admitted to the Hackensack University Medical Center. Uh, Kate ended up having an emergency C-section. The baby was placed in the NICU. The mother said the hospital staff kept her and her husband in the dark about her urine sample <sighs> being tested for drugs and showing up positive for opiates. They didn't. My yep. mother lives in Hackensack. Oh, it's from Superman. Yep. Uh, they didn't know that they were being investigated or, and the answer to that is not anymore, <laughs> by the way. Uh, they didn't know they were being investigated or whether the newborn was still being monitored. Okay. Uh, citing internal policy, the attending doctor told Kate and her husband that the hospital was conducting an investigation and contacted the Division of Child Protection and uh, Permanency to report the mother for possible child abuse and neglect. Mm. Which wasn't the case, you know. I mean, so I know that they they want to err on the side of caution with a lot of these things, and I get right. that. And right. that's you want to always make sure that the child's welfare is is Absolutely. paramount. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, I, you hear stories occasionally where there's you know parents who go through a nightmare situation because of something that was a yeah. misunderstanding or whatever. I mean, yeah. I think they do have they do have to tell them. I mean, right. You you can ask what was found in your test results and you know not knowing i guess that this was happening but they should have told them because it probably could have been um, explained explained yeah. quicker yeah. and yeah. then there wouldn't be an issue but yes when you're put under uh, at the hospital can they give you a boob job without your knowledge <laughs> could you yes. imagine if you woke yeah. up with giant knockers <laughs> oh my god look at me happened? look at me oh. i didn't even know i wanted these <laughs> Uh, here's a text says the poppy seed thing happened to me wow. as well when I was pregnant. 
It was absolutely terrifying and intrusive, they said. So Nick had asked them if they will maybe call in and share their story. Well, that's horrifying. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, the other one, also ate a poppy seed bagel on October 20, 2022, before being admitted to Virtua Voorhees Hospital uh, to give birth to her second child. Like Kate, she said she didn't know that her urine sample was being tested for drugs and returned positive opiate results. Despite her newborn testing negative for opiates, so the baby tested negative. Okay, that should have been an indicator. Uh, uh, the hospital followed its internal protocol, contacting the New Jersey Division of Child Protection and Permanency. Uh, before being allowed to come home, agents interviewed Caitlin's seven-year-old son, uh, who was with a family friend while she was in the hospital. Uh, I didn't know they could do that. Uh, two months later, Caitlin said the agency conducted another home visit, and she was subjected to follow-up drug tests. The agency visited a third time in December before concluding the allegations of abuse were unfounded. Why, why child welfare services should have a bagel division? They should. Every uh, agency should have one. A bagel well, division, yeah. yes. Why, um, I mean, why else would they take a urine sample other than to Kinky. test it? Yeah. But uh, I think, uh, listen, I maybe I am wrong here, but I think that that's standard. Standard? With that, the urine sample. Well, that, that they're testing these mothers. I, I don't think it's just on suspicion. I, I think they're all tested. Right. Uh, no, so... Well, like, there are other things that are indicated in your urine as well, right? Sure. But, I mean, maybe these women were told and they just didn't Oh, right. Like remember. it's in some paperwork that you sign or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, Could be. Here's, here's a text that says, As someone who deals with people who have to routinely and randomly take drug tests, I have heard everything under the sun as to why the drugs are in their system. And you would imagine yes, that's Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said every drug test nowadays basically confirms in order to have drugs in your system, you have to, ha- you have to take the effing drugs. One of the most hilarious things, and Kathy, I remember you, you I think you were watching it as well, that Dr. Drew, the... Um, you know, sober yeah, house, sober house, and so I forget who the celebrity was. Oh, it was uh, actually um, one of the Baldwin's. Uh, um, Daniel. Daniel Baldwin was there, and, and he goes, "You know, I uh, I haven't taken a long while, but maybe what happened was is that the <laughs> cocaine was in the cells and got released into my system." Oh shit! Yeah, uh, and, 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 cells. yeah doc, right, right, right. And Doctor Drew's like, uh-huh. yeah. mm-hmm. and don't think so. Yep. Uh, let me see. I'm going to go to John here real quick. Hi, John. Morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing, Gadzooks? Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? I was, so I was in a uh, bad motorcycle accident, and I had a uh, head injury where I couldn't speak, and I was getting speech therapy through a mental rehab facility, but they also had uh, people there for addictions and so on and so forth. And uh, one of the guys that was with me tested positive for heroin, and they kicked him out. And then they found out that the poppy seed bagels that they had at the facility for breakfast oh my was the cause of it. Oh. And they canceled the no more poppy bagels at the facility from there on out because he actually got removed thinking that he snuck in drugs and he yeah. did not oh they replaced it with heroin bagels <laughs> um, yeah no, no so so i guess as the one person I, I think if you're testing if you're a person who tests you're probably going to raise an eyebrow and say yeah right but it, there seems to be more than enough indication john that this this does happen occasionally it, it happened so fast that we had poppy seed bagels that morning for breakfast and that evening we all had to get bring a P test or whatever, and I I didn't have a poppy seed bagel, but he instantly got removed from the program, and he was on the other side of it, but it came up right away. Like it was a maybe a cheap test, maybe not a quality test, but it was a P test that came up for nicotine or everything. Wow! And they they immediately removed him, and right. I felt so bad because I knew for a fact how could he leave? He can't leave here. How did he get that? You know, it right. makes no sense to me. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. So it's it's like I said they. 
The stat showed it's very, very, very rare, but not unheard of. Okay. You know, uh, let me go to Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Good morning. Good morning. How Hi. are you guys? Hi, Jenny. We're good. So it says here, were you the one who texted in? Um, no, I called in because I, okay. I heard mom. Like, I feel like this is way more common. I know another woman who this happened to during her pregnancy as well. Um, it's pretty embarrassing, you know, like when the doctor's office calls you and tells you that your blood work came back, that you're a druggie, but you, right. you know. They, 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 I would you, you, have a hard time, like, even taking Tylenol, let alone doing some kind of hard drug. So, like, <laughs> I called back furious. I was like, there has to be a mix-up. Like, I was, like, so distraught when... Um, well, you're dealing with a difficult and yet wonderful time at that time, and, and now you're having somebody call you on the phone and suggest that you're a drug addict. Yeah, exactly. It's it's scary. All right, yeah, so yeah. so what did what did you have to go through? What 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 all happened after that? Um, honestly, I feel like the doctor's office or like the, my OBGYN wasn't like any concern really. Like it really wasn't brought up at all. Um, besides, like a voicemail asking if like I needed help. Um, so but, so you were you were pregnant? Yeah, I was pregnant. So it was like my, the middle of my pregnancy when I got blood work done mm-hmm. and. Then up and then um at labor they like had to take my um child like right away like i wasn't able to like hold her right away and to i test her yeah so i didn't realize that that was kind of part of it like i guess they had to do their protocol of like checking her out and making sure her yeah. she was okay well, because it, because if it if you were taking drugs and it right. wasn't the baby system, the baby can go through withdrawal and sure. and they can die. So yeah. if you know if it is a real situation, that's why they take yeah. them. It's unfortunate for you because you tested positive yeah. from a bagel, and that they didn't. They they need to be they need to tell you. They need to tell you exactly. Need to say, this is what we're doing. Yeah, you know, right. you junkie. Huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. 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 But but it, it's one of those weird things, Jenny. Because obviously there's so much in play here, and you want everyone. Everyone wants the child to be in the best situation possible, and so obviously some of these things are happening. And uh, but I, I can only imagine you're like well, you must have been mortified. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was a long labor, so I I didn't realize it was because of that, or just because I was in labor for a long time. Right. And she, but um, yeah. And I guess apparently it's on your file. I So another woman I know that this happened to with the poppy seed, apparently it's on your file for, like, every pregnancy. So even if I don't have a poppy seed next pregnancy, um, I the, guess it'll still be the same case. The alert will pop up. Wow. Yeah, yeah that, right. well, that's interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Jenny. Appreciate it. Yep. Have a good one. I don't okay. want people, you know, I go to apply for a job and they know that I eat bagels. Yeah, come on. That's my business. <laughs> My bagel, my I'm choice. I'm not harming anyone here. <laughs> All right, like my bagel, my choice. Uh, let me go to, we have our, uh, the texter. She wants to uh, remain anonymous, okay. so uh, let's call her Yolanda. Yolanda. Oh, All right, okay. so let's, uh, let's <laughs> right. get... Uh, right now, Yolanda. Let's get Yolanda on the air. Hi, Yolanda, good morning. Hi, this is Yolanda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's the story here? So I had gotten... They, they test your urine every doctor's appointment that you go to looking for any sort of, like, protein levels or anything that's off. Um, so they had tested mine. I was doing September. They had tested me back in February, and I was eating everything bagels every single day. That was one of my cravings. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when the <laughs> status came back, I, I, I said, I, I have no idea what this is. What does this mean? 
and the doctor had said, well, you might get, you know, a visit at the hospital just to be, just to, you know, as a precaution to see if everything's okay. I said, well, it's back in February. Why would you come visit me seven months later down the road to see, you know, what if I really was a drug addict? Right. What are you doing? Yeah. So they actually, they came to the hospital the day after I had given birth and they stormed into the room. They took me and my husband into separate rooms and questioned oh. both of us. Wow. And took my husband away. Um, I, I'm sorry, I'm a little shaky. It's, it's really emotional, but uh, sure. actually yeah. and leave the ho- hospital to go look at our house. Um, you know, the first night of having my child, it was absolutely terrifying. So and just a quick question, Yolanda. Yeah. You're there. They they took your husband to go back to your home to search your home. That, to me, seems like something you would need a search warrant well, no, for. No, it wasn't police. It was probably children and youth. But still, that, that, I don't care. That's it's still not. a violation. They have a right. If, if she tests positive, and especially if it's in, in the baby system, which obviously it's not, wasn't in her her situation, but that that's what they do. They but have that, the right to go in and look, or they can take custody of the child. Do, they, would, do, they, do they, in fact, have the right? To, I wonder if it falls under a type of probable cause type of thing, Steve, where when a child is involved, right. you know. Well, I, you, I don't know. And if you don't let them in and, and she has tested positive, they they can take custody of the baby. So you, mm. you're, it's actually good for you to let them in your home and say, right. here's where I live. I don't right. live in a crack den. Right. And, and they had to come back a month later to do a second check-in. It was an absolute, like, invasion and horrible for us. And, of course, after just having a child, my hormones were going crazy. So, yeah. you know, it, it was embarrassing and scary. And they said that my name would be in their system for another three years when... <laughs> I, that's a nightmare. I, that that is horrifying. But what she is explaining is standard for mm-hmm. uh, somebody who is in the actual situation. Well, let's say right. if they break into your house and they find bagels all over the place <laughs> right. and cream cheese yeah. smeared on the walls. Hopefully, that's going to yeah. be in your favor, right? Oh, clearly, we're dealing with but, a. Oh, bagel they were party. having a full blown bagel party. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, how long does poppy seeds stay in your system? Like, Good couldn't question. they just retest you? Yes. Yeah. That's what, that was my thought. Why wouldn't they retest me? You know, I thought maybe they had my urine sample mixed with somebody else. Um, but it was just absolutely horrifying. How long, wow. how long ago was this? So this was uh, 2021. Okay, not wow. yeah, crazy long ago. Um, yeah. and, and in fact, these incidents where these women are, are um, uh, I think this is a lawsuit. Um, this is, uh, this was in 2022. So. Yeah. Not that long ago. So if you guys recall, and so, uh, God, years ago, uh, maybe 10 years ago, my son picked up heroin on the street. Yes. Remember that? Yes. yes. The Poconos, yeah, was it not? Had, yeah. We had to take him to the hospital, make sure right. he was okay. They didn't question my wife and I at all. Yeah. Not even wow. a little bit. Wow. Not even one question to either of us. <sighs> hey, um, Yolanda, how are you feeling now? I mean, I, I, this sounded really difficult for you. You're doing all right? <laughs> it, it definitely makes me really emotional to talk about. And sure. It, Makes me afraid to have another child to, to that sort of situation to happen again. I would never. I like one of the previous callers said. You know, even taking Tylenol at that time made me nervous. I, I didn't do anything. So. Right, right. Well, what you need? There, I'm sure there there are advocates who can help you with this. You yeah. know, and, and that, that shouldn't squelch your desire if you want to have more kids. But I'm but I could see it looming in the back of your mind. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Just make sure you don't eat poppy yeah. seed bagels. Seriously, right. Yolanda, are you? Uh, do you currently attend Bagels Anonymous meetings by any chance? Ba. Hey, Yolanda, do you, have you stayed away from everything bagels because of this? Yes, absolutely. I, wow. Damn it, they're good. They're really good. I they're one of my favorite things. 
You know what, man? Jalapeno bagels. All right, one last question, Lasiago. What does Fonzie say? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, how are we going to be? We're going to be cool. That's right. Thank you, Yolanda. Right, yeah, you're uh, awesome, well, I, I, Hey, thanks for sharing. I'm sorry you went through that, and uh, I'm sure you should you should keep an eye on, on yeah. what's happening in this particular case, okay? Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, Thank you. We'll see you later. It's very sweet. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that that would that would scare the hell out of me. You know, it's a shame that being they're being falsely accused. Yeah, and that their their situation of having a baby was ruined. They're everywhere, though. I was uh, outside the elementary school. This guy selling bagels. But I mean, there's an argument on the other side that says, "Well, that's the thing. You know I, what I, I mean, I can't get to. Do we really I'm need gonna, bagels? I know. No, I'm not going to get to it. But yeah. I would never want that rule that that uh, that law to go away. That it can't. Well, it's unfortunate for the very small amount of people that have to deal with what our last caller went through. There's but an there's, obvious thing. It has here, though, to stay in place. Kathy, is that if anyone had a little bit of business savvy, this is right when English muffins step in. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But maybe Kathy, they can find a way to something to make this um where if you know they can investigate it more quickly yes. or, or do it in a less intrusive way or something that doesn't traumatize the people that are completely innocent yeah. and something like sure. that. So, wow. Okay. Mm. Um, I'm gonna, I'm going to move on. Yes. Okay, I know yeah. we got another call. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for Thank calling. Thank you, Caller, but the notice it needs to move on. Yeah, we need something a little bit lighter because this will probably be our final notice. No, no, man. Let's do final. Okay. For uh, today. So <laughs> a previously unknown painting by Jackson Pollock. Worth upwards of $54 million has been found during a raid on alleged international art smugglers. Okay. Wow. Uh, The painting turned up in the Bulgarian capital of Sofia during an operation targeting an organized criminal group known to operate across Greece. And five additional paintings by prominent artists were discovered uh, during parcel raids carried out in Athens and on the island of Crete. Uh, Peter Todorov. Uh, Bulgaria's chief secretary of the Minister of Internal Affairs said, to our great joy, we managed to establish and keep this Pollock painting. And the moment... That, it's a pretty uh, Pollock painting. The expertise shows that it is an original. Uh, the painting now in the hands of specialists from Bulgaria's National Art Gallery, reportedly including artist's signature, and a 25th birthday message to the American actress and art collector Lauren Bacall on the wow. back. Wow. Yeah. So... And I, I say this with the greatest respect. I, I think Pollock's stuff stinks. Wow, on ice, but, but I on ice. But um, no, it, it's it, it never it never caught me. However, um, the world of um, of art and art dealing per, apparently provides it's it, globally. It's one of the easiest ways to funnel money mm. to to hide money, uh, uh, art theft, art. Um, Fakes, it's staggering amounts of money. There was a really good segment on CBS Sunday Morning yesterday about recovering stolen art and antiquity, Steve, and and the amount of uh, people use it to launder money. Um, and all of the, they're like seventy percent of the uh, art that's been in museums over the years, they they consider it may have been stolen at one time. Isn't that wild? It's crazy. And and yeah. apparently, what are we much, doing here? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but it's it, it has been historically astonishingly easy to do so. Uh, so on the back of this uh, painting, uh, it reads, Dedicated to my very talented and dear friend Lauren Bacall. Yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, it's dated uh, September 16th, 1949. And a preliminary examination suggests that it is an original uncatalogued work. 
$54 million. By American abstract expressionist uh, from 1949, Jackson Pollock. Did you ever see the Ed Harris movie about... Uh... Uh, many times. Very good. It's a very I, good movie. I love it. It's, yeah. a, it's a it's a depressing movie. Oh, he lived... Yeah, it was his yeah, life. He, he was twisted he, up. He, he had a, a, a messed up life and was hardcore alcoholic. He was freebasing poppy seed bagels at the end of his oh, life. Yeah, that poor yeah. man. Poor man. Uh, I actually you know what I'll do one more. Yay! Yay. The noticer pulled a fast one. Um, all right, let's go with this. Go uh, with that noticer, go. The most tranquil cities in the world. Hmm. Travel Bag has released its list, which is based on uh, air quality, mm. chances to connect with nature, and low levels of noise and light pollution. <laughs> so that seems about right. Are there any in the U.S.? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in fact, I gotta num- imagine. number one, yeah. Newark, New in, Jersey. Is in the United States. <laughs> yeah. It's Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> because it's right by the airport <laughs> and the streets are beautiful. <laughs> All right, so take, well, let's take a quick, uh, take uh, a guess. Some guesses? Yeah. Right, yeah. I'll guess uh, Seattle, Washington. Continental? Okay, okay. Do that again. What's the, the town again, Nick? <laughs> Seattle, Washington. Seattle, Washington. I was, I was going to say, out, it's got to be out west. That's my guess. That's your guess? I mean, yeah. I don't, somewhere out west? <laughs> but it has to be on the west coast. Uh, okay, on the coast. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Ah. All right, I'm thinking here. Uh, I'm thinking Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado. Most tranquil cities in America. Carmel. Ooh, Carmel, oh, California. Oh, see, that would... I thought you were going city, city. No, Carmel. I'm doing Sunday time. It can be, yeah. it can be anything. Big city, small city. Some as big as your head. Medium city. <laughs> I'm still going to go with Denver. I'm, well, okay. Go wait, pick wait, one. Do you want to go? Okay, no, no, no. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to change. It is still out west, but I'm going to go uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We were just having oh, okay. a conversation yeah. about it the other day. It's wonderful there. Yeah. This time of year. Um, I'll give you a hint. You can drive there. Wow. Alaska. Okay. Juneau, Alaska. <laughs> okay, you can. Actually, I mean, I, I don't could you, drive to Denver. I don't think you can drive to Juneau, Maybe you Alaska. can't drive to Juneau, yeah. yeah but uh, you can drive to Alaska. Is it on the uh, northern? It's on, uh, no, it's in, in the part that comes down towards British Columbia. Okay. Yeah, um, but I believe you have to either take a boat or a plane. I have been uh, there. You, um, believe it or not, Juneau harbor or the bay is is closing up because of the glacier field which when we actually went up to the uh the bunch of glaciers converge and it was the juno ice fields it was amazing yeah. it's a lovely little town the city so what's happening with it why do they have to close it well the 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 glacier will eventually close the waterway oh. so it, it's so it's like melting or fire falling or it's advancing into the, okay. the yeah i got you a uh, quick question Preston. uh is this like what you would classically call a city, or is it you know just uh, like you know like big buildings? And like stuff? Yeah, yeah. So yes, there are there are some that are yeah cities, okay. full on cities. Why? Well, because cities and tranquil don't like uh, go hand in hand with me. But I know? guess maybe it's uh, well, maybe it's saying of the cities of right. what we would consider cities, these would be the most tranquil. Well, uh, it's not like the most tranquil place, right? Like, in like the there's world. constantly a flute playing, and, and yeah. right, yeah, or some you know yeah. hi, far away place where absolutely no human, you know, like wherever the where the the magic bus was in uh, um, Harry no. Potter, no. <laughs> In, uh, the no, the magic, but where the guy died. Oh, yeah, yeah that's an Alaska. McCandless, yeah. Christmas Candless, yeah. yeah. Right, uh, Into the wild. I wrote the song for that. That's right. <laughs> Johnny Depp wrote the song? No, no, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> oh, Eddie Vedder. I'm sorry. They're friends, no, man, get, get the wax out of here. <laughs> You notice a lot, but you don't hear a lot. He <laughs> sounds a little like you know, Johnny Depp. This is one sorry, different... Johnny Depp's a musician. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyhow. Anyway, the other... 
copies. Right. Um, by the way, Juno Alaska uh, took the top place score. Uh, took the top place with a score of one hundred percent for air quality. Yes. Uh, other top cities included Auckland, New Zealand. That's not in the United States. No, I didn't say it was in the United States. <laughs> uh, per, there and there is another U.S. city here: Perth, Australia. Uh, Phuket, Thailand. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which somebody texted me the other day. It's actually pronounced Putek, uh, Phuket. Phuket. Well, yeah. you know, that Phuket. that was sort of a go-to to people who wanted to passively curse the air. Yes, because yeah, it's P-H-U-K-E-T. Yeah. Uh, and Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia. Tranquil? Gentlemen's clubs there. It's what it says. Tranquil there. That seems, now, listen. Atlanta years ago was one. I well, I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. Then make us the most tranquil. (laughs) Airport there, and it's so busy. Stop it with our terrible story. What kind of lunatic put this list together? I'm still trying to figure. Who put this together? Don't kill the noticer. All right. (laughs) Burlington, Vermont. Yeah, that's nice. It's quiet. Yeah. Got a school there? I'm going more mountainous than anything Natural, else. healthy. Yeah. Closer to the moose population? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Syrup? Uh, Steve, I, I have a question for you. Uh, what was Juno like? Did you like it? Because yes. there's not much of a town there. No, but it is, it, again, if you're there, for, you're, you, Alaska is that mag, majestic yet savage nature. That, and and, uh, and the Juno ice fields were a revelation, Nick, when you are flying above them. And they, they do these tours at like 4,500 an hour. But you're, you're flying up there over what is essentially a massive frozen river that is essentially flowing. That's cool. It just It's just amazing. Um, I think we... I think I ran into somebody not that long ago who went to Greenland as a, huh. uh, a vacation getaway That's on the list! No, it's oh. not on the list, but I'm just you know talking about places that are amazing away yeah. and and uh, and and very sparsely populated and maybe you know scenic, obviously a little bit cold. But um, uh, I hear that that is starting to become a more of a if you really just want to get away and and be left alone, that that's a good place. Or to, just absorb all, all, all the, all the, yeah, all the extremes of nature. Yeah. I started watching the documentary and it was nominated for. Um, um, an Oscar this year, uh, Nick. Do you remember it was L- Love and I could say Love and Lava, but that's not. I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it is Love. We and We were lava. trying to have those yeah. people on because it was a married right. couple who met. Uh, and right. They were volcanist, right? And then they both died uh, because of a volcano. A volcano, but yeah. in the beginning, they are driving through a blizzard. It might have been Greenland, mm. and and what are they, what are they going to? They're going to an active volcano that is popping out of the snow. It's just astonishing. And they died from a volcano eruption. Yes, the volcano followed them home. Wow! No, no. Yeah, so they, I, I haven't gotten to the end of it specifically how it happened, but that's how they died. Is it fire of love? Is that fire? And, yes. That's okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I heard that was really good. Interesting. It's the sequel to Dog and Butterfly. By the way, the cities that ranked poorly were Cairo, Lima, Manila, Mumbai, Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. I knew you were going to say it. I knew it. <laughs> Uh, in Ho Chi Minh City, they were, oh, all yeah, the, well, they were all at the bottom of the list as happiness. far as tranquility. <laughs> my ex-wife went to uh, Mumbai one time, and she said it was uh, fascinating because it was, in, in parts, the richest city she's ever seen, and, and most of it, mm. the poorest city she's ever right. seen, and, like, by far, staggering levels of poverty. That's dis- wow. dis- disheartening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, wait, wait, was Atlanta the answer? To what? <laughs> Juno. See, Juno, Juno, was Juno was number one. I with that. Okay, yeah. okay. I know he. It wasn't. It, he kind of just said it. I and I first was like, okay, is that the actual answer or not? And it was. Okay, <laughs> Juno, but Atlanta is the second city. You guys are 
guys are having a conversation, and in my mind, I'm like, okay. I completely You guys said. Yes. My bad. My bad. No, he said Judah. Nick asked if it was in America. I said yes, and then everybody guessed, and then I said, "You, I have a hint. You can take. You can drive there. Right. Alaska. So it was Juno. Juno, Alaska. That's adorable, though. Maybe I wasn't clear. But then Nick said you can't drive there. You can't drive to Juno. Why won't Christian give us the answer? You can drive to Alaska. You can drive to Alaska. You can't drive to Juno. So that's what threw me off, and I thought we were all still guessing. Casey, what the Delaware? I... My goodness, can we start this conversation over again so I can join it? Yeah, you would have had a great time. There's a lot of good information. Uh, I actually, I, when you were still guessing cities, I'm like, I, he, did, he didn't. It, it just, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. All right, we got a break. Are we still talking about poppy seed bagels? No, we're not. Uh, and Kyle, I apologize. We can't go to you on the phone lines. He's been to Greenland. Oh. oh. Uh, and uh, says it's, it's a lovely place. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a lovely place. All right. Um, that's it. That's, uh, notice. That's it? Yep. Outro right. on the noticer. And then we're going to take a break. And, oh, she's going bye-bye. Yep. Uh, but the Bizarre File is on the way. And like I told you earlier, lots of great stories yet to come. So we're going to take a break. Come back in just a moment. Stay with us. It's MMR's Local Shots, Artists of the Month. Hailing from Fishtown, it's Velvet Rouge. On the air every Wednesday at 6.30 with your host, Brent Porsche. Search local shots right now at WMMR.com for even more exceptional local music. Brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. And the station that's always supported Philly's music scene. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. You know, Nick, I'm glad you pulled up this webpage because I've uh, we found this out last week. Um, Steve Coates, Coatesy, yeah, uh, retiring. Oh, yeah, forty years he's been with the Flyers organization. Um, but um, yeah, it was announced on Friday, I think. Yeah, the yeah. show had ended on Friday, and we yeah. got the word. And the coach is just the best. And maybe we'll get a chance uh, to see him tomorrow night. And uh, Scotty Hartnell said he's going to stop by the suite as well. But Cozy's just such a great dude, and yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm glad he's going out on his terms. Yeah, he's uh, he's cool. I've I've had a chance to hang out with him on a couple occasions. He's <laughs> fun. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, exactly. But that's sad to hear anyway. But yeah. uh, wanted to pass that along. So many people are retiring. Like, I know. come on, man. I know. I know. Come on. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do the Bizarre File. We'll do that right now. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. All right, brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted experts since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. And you can visit them on the web at admoyer.com. All right, here's a... uh, Here's a bit of a revenge story All right. uh, that took some time. So two men, this is a pretty wild story, were convicted of murdering a California man because he caused a DUI crash uh, that hurt one of them. Uh, the defendants, Robert Manor, who is 54, and Victor Merle Gray, who is 53, face a possible sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole. Prosecutors said the victim, Raymond Wright, 
had been a DUI driver who caused a 2011 crash in which Manor and his wife were badly injured. The felony case ended with right serving jail time and probation. However, Manor held a grudge against the victim for years and put his plan for revenge into motion in 2018. So this is, you know, seven years later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wright, a divorced father of three children, uh, disappeared from Rockland, California on January 11th, uh, 2018. Uh, The last anyone heard from him was by telephone that morning. Worried relatives checked his home as well as the shop that he had rendered. And it was on January 13th, 2018, that Wright's brother uh, encountered a strange man inside Wright's residence and called the police. The man ran out of the house, but a soda cup filled with a fresh drink was found in the kitchen. Uh, Police wrote that the straw from the cup was tested for DNA. Wright's truck uh, turned up in Sacramento, uh, in the Sacramento area, days later. Even, Even after all this time, however, authorities have not found his remains. So it's his body is still missing. Interesting. But it's pretty wild. Nonetheless, prosecutors said that they were able to identify Gray as the strange man and discover uh, they also discovered key evidence in the murder. Ironically enough, authorities encountered Gray as part of a different DUI crash. Mm. So this guy who yeah. was injured in the DUI now has a, dr- a DUI accident of his own. That's crazy. He was under the influence and led state troopers on a high-speed chase on January 27th, 2018, they said, and there was a crash resulting in injuries. Gray's van was towed, and when authorities searched it, they found a blood-soaked raincoat, Wright's wallet, and some of the missing man's other property. That's crazy. Does anyone drive sober in this area? They said much of the property was charred, and the blood on the raincoat matched the victim's DNA. Wow. Uh, Further investigation revealed a letter... From this other guy, Gray, to Manor, complaining, or I'm sorry, the, the, from from him to the other guy, Manor, complaining about not being paid for, quote, delivering dude, and asked Manor to take care of the person, quote, who hand-delivered you your revenge. Wow. Uh, other evidence also insane. linked Manor to the revenge killing and the hiring of Gray to kidnap the victim from his shop in uh, Rio Linda. The DNA found in Wright's kitchen matched Gray on uh, conviction uh, of, uh, I'm sorry, on matched Gray, who was a convicted felon, by the way. Uh, Both defendants were convicted Friday of first-degree murder. Uh, So, yeah, this whole elaborate thing. It's crazy. Planned out, and and the guy ended up being a drunk driver as well. So it's just an insane story. Police in Mill Creek, Washington, arrested a 24-year-old man for entering a home illegally and making it his own, with the real owner still inside. On Monday, officers responded to reports of a theft, including over $3,000, a passport, wallet, and more. When officers arrived, they found signs of someone living in the upstairs loft. How you doing? The resident first noticed something was amiss when he began smelling cigarettes inside the home. Hmm. Officers removed a makeshift bed, drug paraphernalia, and half-eaten food. Hi! But <laughs> no, there was still no culprit. They didn't find the guy. They just found signs of someone. Signs there. of someone being there. Uh, officers advised the homeowners that the person responsible would return, and he did. On Tuesday, police again were called to the home, which had been locked from the inside. Did my Omaha Steaks ever arrive? Officers say they found 24-year-old Daniel Tomioga inside of the home along with all the items he allegedly stole. Tomioga was arrested with meth and 11 fentanyl pills on him, and he was booked into a jail for residential burglary and drug possession. But he was living there without the other guy knowing. (laughs) And the the smoke smell helped tip him off. And eventually they found him, yeah. 
A possible stomach virus outbreak has sickened more than 100 students at Babylon High School. And the Suffolk County Health Commissioner says the neurovirus may be the cause. The virus is highly contagious. My tummy hurts! And symptoms include vomiting, diarrhea, and stomach pain. I've heard about, like, um, something like this going on around here right now. So listen to this. 10th grader Kate Schmidt said that she was uh, sick a few times a week ago. And many more found themselves experiencing the symptoms... At a school dance on Friday night. Oh, man. Schmidt says, my brother went to the dance, and he said just everybody was throwing up. He lasted only 10 oh, minutes. Wow. So, right for a week. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so all these people are crapping and puking at the high school dance. You ain't going to right for a week. The district sent an alert to parents. We haven't heard that in a while. The district sent an alert to parents on Saturday. <laughs> Asking them to keep their children home if they were having stomach issues. So, right for a week. <laughs> Must have been a messy dance. It was. Yeah. Babylon was. Uh, so that's right in, in my hood, that area. Babylon, Brentwood. Actually, the Babylon uh, Town Hall was where I got my marriage license. Oh, really? Memories, and okay. we had diarrhea. Yeah. A St. Paul man is charged with murder after prosecutors say he stabbed his wife repeatedly while attending. Bible study at their home, uh, and or actually, it was at the home of a family member. Is this in the Bible? Forty-year-old Robert Castillo uh, was uh, wanted on an active warrant from the Department of Corrections for failing to appear on charges he assaulted yeah. a prison guard at the time of his arrest on Tuesday. Go after the poor guy for multitasking. Police were dispatched to a home on reports of a stabbing. When officers arrived, they found a 41-year-old woman lying on the floor of the home, bleeding from her torso, chest, and arms. Nearby, wow. several people were detaining Castillo, who was on the floor. Uh, well, being transported to the jail, uh, the defendant reportedly asked an officer, is she going to be okay? Castillo's sister uh, told them that Castillo and the victim came over that evening for Bible study. They sat together on a couch and were acting like everything was normal. Then the defendant allegedly held the victim's hand, kissed her, and whispered something into her ear. At that point, the witness says the victim shook her head no and Castillo responded by pulling his hunting knife and stabbing wow. her an estimated 20 times. 20 Jeez. times? Group... There, but there were people around? Yeah. Why did no one intercede? Oh, they did. Okay. They got it. But, I mean, you can stab pretty quickly, and they I... did, probably didn't know what was going on at first. Yeah. Uh, a group of family members jumped up and pulled the defendant off his wife and held him down until police arrived. Other witnesses in the home told a similar version of events, also showing that Castillo and the victim currently were not together as they were having marital problems. When asked what happened with the victim at the house, the defendant reportedly replied, I don't want to discuss. I don't uh, want to talk about it. Uh, the victim, she had stab wounds on the left side of her chest that pierced her heart, along with additional sharp forced entries to her face, chest, and upper extremities. Uh, the cr- criminal complaint against Castillo prosecutors say has uh, eight prior felony convictions, including one for beating the mother of his child with a hammer oh my God. and another for repeatedly stabbing a roommate. Good God. I'm going to guess he doesn't pay attention in Bible class. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. say he's not really in it. You're not into this, are you, buddy? Uh, he could be sentenced to 40 years in prison. That's messed up. Sorry, I'll try not to end on these horrible stories. <laughs> well, that's all there are. There's a lot of them. But, uh, yeah, and I've got more to go. We'll get to them tomorrow. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get some lighter stuff. We'll find out if you've been paying attention because we'll ask a lesson question from today's program with a prize to give away in, associate, in association with that. So we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. Don't drunk text your ex. 
text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because, nah, we're good. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Cool Word of the Week prize this week with Montage Mountain. I'll get you the details coming up, but you'll be set for a season, which is pretty awesome. Uh, we have other things to give away for now, though. We're going to do the lesson question. We have a $100 gift card to Nebraza to give away. Oh, um, God. Yeah, so the question <laughs> I need to ask is food-related. What kind of division should every governmental agency have? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. It was uttered only about an hour ago. Let's see if you were listening then. Call now. What kind of division should every governmental agency have? 215-263-WMMR. If you heard that, you know the answer. Call right now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Family and Company Jewelers. Planning on getting engaged? Go see Angelo and the team at Family and Company Jewelers. Get her the perfect engagement ring. A ring from Family and Company, South Jersey's diamond destination. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Emily Radichkowski was seen passionately making out with Harry Styles in front of a Tokyo nightclub on Saturday night. Radichkowski told Japanese reporters that Styles is well-equipped and likened sex to with him to being fingered by Godzilla. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke sporting two stitches on his chin after his recent car crash, proclaiming it is, quote, no big deal. At 97 years old, Van Dyke is more prone to injury and, in fact, recently ended up in a wheelchair after a fart. Oh, oh my God. And finally, Jane Fonda claiming that, I had never heard about this, but Jennifer Lopez never apologized for cutting her eye during the filming of a slap scene in the movie Monster-in-Law. Lopez says she's, she considers them even after she paid $12 to see 80 for Brady. Uh, <laughs> on IT, we will see if someone does know the answer to this question. What kind of division should every governmental agency have? And the call we're going to go to is Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning. All right, Chris, lay it on us. What division, what kind of division should every governmental agency have? Would that be a bagel division? The bagel division. You're correct. Hang on, bud. We're going to give you a $100 gift card to Nebraza. And this Easter, celebrate at Nebraza in Horsham with unique Rodizio-style dining experience. And you can uh, they have brunch and dinner seating available. Uh, for reservations, go to nebraza.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. All right, this morning it is brought to you by Zane Western. Save up to 50% on boots during the March boot sale at Zane Western. Uh, it's Zane Western Apparel and Work Gear in Piles Grove, New Jersey. Online at zanewestern.com. Uh, Matt Cameron has denied reports from The Sun that he will be filling in for Taylor Hawkins when the Foo Fighters hit the road this spring. Kind of sad to hear that. Yeah, the Pearl Jam drummer wrote in his Instagram story on Saturday, FYI, the internet rumors are false. I have not joined the Foos. Uh, Dave and the gang are going to kick off their North American tour uh, May 24th at the Bank of New Hampshire Pavilion in Guilford, New Hampshire. 
I don't know exactly who's going to be sitting behind the kit, but I'm um, sure that information will be coming pretty soon. A liar. Pretty soon, since that's kicking off in May. Uh, speaking of Taylor Hawkins, in commemoration of the one-year anniversary of his death on March 25th, the Belgian band Black Box Revelation enlisted 100 drummers to fill, film a collaborative live performance of the Foo Fighters classic My Hero. Cool. Uh, in tribute to Taylor. Uh, Loudwire reported the event took place at the country's uh, Sport Place Antwerp, which was the last venue that he played with the Foo Fighters in Belgium. Was it the Foo Fighters that had a, uh, there was a small town that wanted a Foo Fighters concert? And so they did something similar to this? Um, yeah. I forgot what that was about. Like a whole musicians they did, to perform yeah, they a got song. like a thousand musicians together right. to play a song, yeah. Uh, Black Box Revelation said statement Taylor Hawkins was the best drummer of our times. Honoring him with this tribute was an experience we will never forget. Participating, participating drummer Gino Kesselute uh, said, It's the first time I played together with 100 other drummers. It sounded great. I even got goosebumps all over my body. Wonderful to honor our hero this way. James Hetfield recently told Cigar Aficionado magazine that jamming with other musicians is a nightmare for him. The Metallica singer said, I know individually we're all really average players, but when you get us together, something happens. He said, sitting down one-on-one with someone is a lot more anxiety-ridden than standing up in front of 10,000, 20,000 people. Mm. Uh, so he feels that the, the magic happens when they're together, but on their own. They stink. They stink on ice. I was uh, talking to Chuck on Friday who had listened to their, uh, their latest release. I don't know if we're... If we're playing it or not. Is this the one that's going to be theatrically presented? The thing we were talking about earlier? The, the movie well, that's theaters? the album, but they have right. they have a song that's out. Right, um, right. And yes, we are playing that. The, the instrumental, right? Um, I don't know. Uh, well, Lux, Lux Eternal Eterna was uh, one from a couple oh, okay, months ago. Okay, so there's another one out? He just says it's busy. It is. Okay. Yeah. All, All right. up in that. All up in that. All up in that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in light of recent snafus regarding ticket sales for both The Cure and Bruce Springsteen, in addition to exorbitant fees for even the worst seats in the house, Neil Young posted a message to fans on his Neil Young archive page explaining his thoughts on a broken concert ticketing system. Uh, Neil wrote, Ticketmaster fees at 30%. It's over. The old days are gone. Nothing's over. He said, I get letters blaming me for $3,000 tickets for a benefit I'm doing. Mm. That money goes uh, does not go to me or the benefit. Artists have to worry about ripped-off fans blaming them for Ticketmaster add-ons and scalpers. Uh, so he was venting about that. Well, you remember we had the discussion last week about people actually going to other countries because in the long run, with airfare and everything, it ends up being cheaper to go see concerts out of the country. Yep, yep. It's cuckoo. Speaking of concerts, uh, Casey got me this information. This is a last-second concert announcement, and it's going to be a actually a solo acoustic tour, oh. uh, which is cool. And MMR is happy to announce John Mayer solo. Oh. Yeah, uh, this will be. Uh, it'll be Saturday, Saturday, October seventh at Wells Fargo Center. So, so does he have wow. a, a lot of rock cred because of his Grateful Dead? I think he. Prior to that, yeah. I mean, he's just a great guitarist. And um, who's he played? He's played with a lot of bands, right? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. had the John Mayer trio. I've seen him more than once, and um, he's a 
unbelievably great guitarist. He, he is. is very well respected in the blues community. Is yeah. he? Yeah. 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 You remember that? Uh, was it a iPhone commercial or uh, iTunes commercial? I, I can't remember which commercial it was for, but it was just him playing different styles. Uh, just no, just him shredding. Oh. Uh, it was like I, I feel like it was like black and white and him with an amp and his and his guitar. Cool. And you were like, oh damn, this dude's uh, this dude's pretty good. Uh, generally, you don't hear of a solo acoustic tour at the Wells Fargo Center. Yeah. That's a big house for acoustic music. Last time was that tuba player. Ah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so tickets go on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. via Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. Uh, there's pre-sale info and complete details at WMMR.com. And if you want to win tickets here on MMR, Jackie Bam Bam's going to have them all oh, this nice. week long. So make sure that you listen in the evening with Mr. Bam Bam, and he'll have a chance to win those tickets. Remember, it's Saturday, October 7th at the Wells Fargo Center, uh, and he will have a special guest. It's uh, J.P. Sachs, who I'm not familiar with, uh, but so it's not going to be... He's got huge testicles. Him all... But no, it's, I think it's probably a saxophone. Oh, whoa, whoa. But his last name is spelled S-A-X-E. I don't know if that's a... I hope he is a saxophonist. That'd be great. Uh, a moniker that is made up, or that's his actual last name, and maybe he doesn't play saxophone at all, but I don't know. Get off my back and cry out loud. He likes, uh, he just looks like he's playing guitar. I don't think he's a saxophone. Oh, that's not a saxophone. Audio. He's blown into the guitar. Never left before. That's him. This is him. Stocks yeah. never grew. J.P. Sack. Yeah. Love this. Ponies never end before till I met you. The safest light is safe light repair. <laughs> I didn't know he was in that. Uh, oh, yeah. That trio. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, yeah, Saturday, October 7th, Wells Fargo Center. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. at Wells Fargo Center, Philly. You raised me up. So Shut the f*** up. <laughs> Shut the f*** Had to have that in there. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Are we still working on Josh Groban? I don't know. Somebody <laughs> might. <see. laughs> I don't know. He's a he's a, was a, a Sweeney Todd, Todd, right? Yeah. yeah. What on um, Broadway? So he's got That's something he's to doing right now. Right now, yeah. right oh. this very second. Okay, cool. All right. Well, listen. Let's take a break. Come back. Wrap it up. Very cool word of the week prize. We'll tell you all about it when we return. So stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Ghost. Lincoln Park. Party. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. We're wrapping up uh, today's program. Uh, seen more sun than I thought we were going to today. We're calling for... Yeah. Cloudy skies, I guess partly cloudy for now, mostly cloudy by the time we get to lunchtime, and then some rain expected this afternoon slash evening, but right now it's looking pretty decent. I so. don't know if I'd buy it. Yeah, I don't know. They're a bunch of filthy liars. Well, we could use some fresh water. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and speaking of water, I would like to thank Mr. Brian Taft yeah. from 6ABC for being on our show this morning, talking about the water situation in Philadelphia and that it's okay uh, until around midnight, they're going to reassess and see if this contamination is going to make it into uh, the the system. I think they're expecting it to at some point. So his advice was to get some containers at home. You can fill up out of the tap right now yes. and get uh, just stockpile some stuff, yep. and uh, and then you should be set. It is a good idea to do that. So thank you, Brian, for being on the show this morning. Uh, looks like Sarah Parker is here this hey, morning. Know that? Who needs 
water when you've got coffee, right? There Plenty you go. Of course well, I'm saying. Saying. <laughs> you <need> Pierre, <laughs> it, well, you do need hey, water for coffee, that's true. <laughs> Stop messing with my logic. Uh, Pierre out just today or tomorrow just as well? Just today, he will return tomorrow. Okay. So, right. You get to hang out with me until yeah. 3 o'clock. That's, that's a wonderful cool. thing. You're yeah. a, you are a ray of sunshine, Miss Parker. Oh, thank you so much, Pat. How was your weekend? It was good. It was chill, and yesterday was so beautiful. It was like this universe breathing a sigh of relief almost after that stretch of dreary days. Yeah, it, was it was terrific. so nice. Hey, yeah. it's cool to see you do back doing the rock update. Yeah. The oh, videos. Rock yeah. Breakdown. Yeah, yeah, doing that with Nick Murphy. It's fun. Yes, yeah. it's cool. A pal. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram, radio underscore Sarah. No H on Sarah if you want to see that. <laughs> S-A-R-A. All right, excellent. Well, we have a very cool prize. Let's get the letter first, and then I'll tell everybody what it is. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... S, as in sunshine. Beautiful. And we have listened to this pair of the 2023-24 winter season passes for Montage Mountain, which now is the home of the Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic. Included with each pass, you can enjoy first tracks, they're calling it, on weekends and holidays. That's one hour prior to the public. Uh, so you get on there before anybody else. It's awesome. Tickets to Mountain Fest as well for 2024. And 10% discount on Montage Mountain food offerings and much more. Uh, season passes, by the way, are on sale now for the lowest prices offered for next winter. Uh, with payment plans available as well. And prices will go up on April 2nd, so make sure that you do order those now. Visit MontageMountainResorts.com to get yours today, but we'll give away that prize on Friday, which is wonderful. So, you've got this day laid out before you. I do. What are you doing with it musically? beautiful Monday ahead. We're doing workforce blocks at noon. That will include a block of Genesis for Tony Banks' birthday today. I will have another concert announcement at noon as well, and also Mm. tickets to give away, and Pierre's going to have these for the rest of the week as well. For Queen, with Adam Lambert, coming back to the big joint on October 18th. I've not seen... Uh, any iteration of Queen Live except for Brian May uh, doing a couple of songs at Taylor Hawkins Tribute in L.A. And he was fantastic. So I'm like, I, I can't miss this show. No, I, I think, have I think to see most, Queen. Most people say that, that he, he does a, a fine job stepping in for Freddie Mercury and Adam Lambert. And, yeah. and, and that, you know, listen, you can never replicate it, but he's... He does his own style, and, and uh, people will respond well. Absolutely. There it's you great. go. And feel free to text me, 39333. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Sarah. And I would like to thank our sponsors, by the way. Preston Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. Preston Steve Show runs on Duncan and also Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. Uh, tomorrow's Tuesday, so we'll give away uh, tattoos from uh, Floating Roll Tattoo and Piercing. And this is really cool. Uh, Cola Bikini who is from uh, Ted Lasso, will be on the show. And he plays uh, the team captain, and the character is escaping my, uh, escaping my mind right Gary now. Gary Lauer, maybe? No, no. It's, not, it's not Gary Lauer. Oh, what man, is his character's we're going to get it. I haven't started watching uh, the new season because my wife and I have been out of sync. Yeah. Uh, so I'm waiting until we can sit down Isaac. and watch it again. Isaac. Thank you, Isaac, who is the captain of the team. So... He's going to be on the show tomorrow. That is awesome. That is cool. I, I, Will that I'm be like our you. first Ted Lasso interview? Uh, I think so. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. All right, that is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Bing, there. Do, 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 do,